welcome to Craft Conversations, where we craft a conversation and we talk a little bit about craft beer. We are your host, Brian Dales. I'm Kev Choir. And this week on the episode, we had Paul Stone of the Paul Stone Project. We talked a little bit about barbecue, karate, Bloody Marys, songwriting, and a little bit about selling your soul to the devil. Enjoy this episode. Well, a lot of people have been talking to us about that. And honestly, I am just terrified of having to deal with the logistics of sound. Yeah. Um, Recording-wise, I just... That's a good point. Um, I mean, I can understand doing an event where it's live and people can just enjoy, but having to record, yeah, you know, I don't know what to do with that. How, I don't know how that would work. That's a great question. That's like a... So that, I feel like it's a professional question that I need to well, ask someone who's already done it. Like, if you just had this mic in space. Right. And then you guys had, you know, your, your two vocal mics set up. I wonder how it would capture. That would be something to play around with. So, like... there too so this is really doing a good job all right that turned out better than we expected it seemed like so the three inch rule is probably only for for the spoken word so like when i'm speaking probably be like in here yeah but then if we're playing back it up to like there that's good we can keep that in mind yep and then like we're learning as we go see if it's a little lower I think that's perfect. And then I'll just maybe move my chair. That's set up so well. That, and then when I move this in here, we got the mic going. Yeah. One, two, and everybody's happy. All right. Well, I guess we have a decent amount of conversation so far. I may use some of this. So oh, whatever you want to do, man. It's all while, you. While I'm at it, at least let me introduce. Until Brian does the official, because he is on his way. He just got off of work. But uh, is your name like legitimately Paul Stone? So that's uh, a good way to start out. My <laughs> real name is Paul Pietro Fesso. Oh my gosh! I and that's no- a big old Italian name from the uh, old days. Here, let's sound this out. How do you, say it one more time. It's Paul Pietro. Pietro Fesso. Fesso. Yeah, Pietro Fesso. Pietro Fesso. Right. So imagine trying to go out and play in front of people, and then the MC says, uh, we'd like to welcome the band on guitar, Paul Pietra. 
I don't know how to say that. That's kind of a weird name. And the vibe is shot. <laughs> oh. So um, Yeah, I could see that. You so would... Pietro in Italian is stone. Oh. So I shortened it to Paul Stone. That's Actually, really stone cool. Stone face, right? Pietro Faccio's face. So um, when I came down here and started playing again, I was like, stage name, Paul Stone, like Mellencamp. Perfect. <laughs> That's so, so good. Thanks, man. And so um, it's stuck, and more people know me by my stage name in the music <laughs> circles now than the uh, real deal. I bet that's why Brian couldn't find you anywhere. That's why he couldn't find me. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Because he does a lot of research about the guests that we're having yeah. on. He likes to have like a list of questions and stuff yeah. to bring up, and he sent me a text. He's like, dude, I can't find any information on this guy. And I'm cracking up because I know he's like, I don't even know what I'm going to talk about now. Well, now you're laughing because you know the deal. Yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> that's the that's the scoop. And then the Paul Stone Project is really an evolution of lack of consistent bands over the last eight <laughs> years in South Carolina. And I said, you know what? I like to play. And so uh, like the Alan Parsons Project. Mm-hmm. And so many projects. Now, is that why most people add projects? Is because the band members change, change. so much? Yeah, exactly. I never so knew we, that. Yeah, so we had a lot of change in the band over the years, with the one exception of uh, the bass player and I, Roger Craig. And we've played together for eight years. But the drummers, the singers, the other guitar players, horn players have all kind of just floated in and out. So the project came about. That's a good idea too. Not too bad, right? Yeah, that was well put together. So it's it's sticking and, um, you know, we have fun with it. So whoever's with us that night, Paul Stone Project featuring Johnny Rotten or whoever else is playing. <laughs> Johnny Rotten. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Let me turn the video on too since we're getting into this a little bit better. got all sorts of stuff going on i know it's we talk about this in literally every single episode so far but the production is we have a really high standard i we, can tell we like to keep it that way yeah it's the way to be man so it's a lot of work and we have yet to have a episode set up where everything is perfect when the guest gets here right well i was a little early true and it turns out that is our kryptonite is when people are early yeah I said, I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> so I said, let me get on time. Honestly, that's how I do everything. And even if I know where I'm going, I still sometimes look at my GPS just to make sure. And say. Yeah. Better safe than sorry. That's better. I think that's that's great. I mean, we're talking about yeah. craft conversation. <laughs> Is that cool? And you're still in the shot. So and I'm still in the shot. So there you go. Everyone wins again. This is going to be a good one. Yeah. Well, except for Brian being late. Is this, is this me? Yeah, that's for you. Awesome, man. Thanks, dude. Yeah. So you mentioned that you like dark beers. So what's your one request? That was it. Yeah. So anything that's porter, stout. Um, All right. Well, we know. definitely have a stout for you. Which I and that's not to say that I don't like IPAs or, you know, all the others. But, you know, I guess over time, my palates kind of went towards the yeah. heavier, like Guinness. You know, that's the, woo, you know, champagne of dark beers to me. 
I love Guinness. But it's then, also such a light body to it. You can just, it's so easy drinking. And you could have it with anything. A hamburger or a steak or fish. And, uh, you know, no complaining about that. But like Holy City, you know, all the, you know, all of them that have a good selection have a dark beer usually. Yeah. So it's like. Have what, you had uh, Oak Roads? I love Oak Road stuff. Yeah. The um, Coastal Carolina Evening I like a lot. Excellent. And there's another one, They like the Nitro. I guess they can make any beer a Nitro nowadays. but That's true. Which one did they put They on did nitro? one that was a Nitro, and it was like a limited run, and I said, hmm, great job, you know? Yeah. So. They had a, I don't know if it was a Russian Imperial Stout, but I do think it was an Imperial Stout one time. It was dark. It was great. It was so good. Yeah. And, you know. Oh, my gosh. It's just uh, the limited release is always the killer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The keg is out, and it's like, now what do we do, you know? And we were talking about that the other night at uh, Homegrown, Caleb and a few guests. Yeah. Just the fact that a lot of people love and search for consistency, and it's like an oxymoron in the craft beer world because right. one of the leading excitements of this industry from yeah. the true fans is not to try something over and over again, but to spread out. Right. But it's got that uh, paradigm to it. Paradigm? Yeah, paradigm. paradigm. Well, yeah. Yeah, Where it's paradigm. like you want to have the option to right. have the beer again if you want it. That's the hard part, right? Yeah. I guess that's why they can and bottle. Yeah. If you really... So I had a friend come up from Florida, and we went to one of the breweries um, down in North Charleston. I want to say Coast. Mm-hmm. And they had a beer there that he fell in love with. Cool brewery. He bought a case of the beer to take back to Florida. Nice. I think the lady thought he was crazy, but he said, <laughs> I, I can't get this in Florida. It's, you know, it's not available. And so, you know, I said, let's go. So he picked up a case of it and Dang. drove it back to Florida along with all the paraphernalia that he bought from him too. Shirt, hat, koozies, can of bottle opener, you know. Oh like, man, that was a good business he, day he for really, them. Yeah, they did, they did well down there. That day. <laughs> and they're great folks. I can't think of the lady's name. I want to say Heather. I haven't been to Coast. It's a small uh, brick building in the middle of a field with barbed wire fence around it and the nicest people working there. Are you being serious? I'm not kidding you. Oh, It was okay. really cool. So now, <laughs> should we fact check? Should I fact Here, check? Here, I can Google it. We'll bring it up on the only screen that we have right now. That's awesome. Let's see. Google. Coast Brewery. Learn to spell brewery. Dang, that was... That's a hard word. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Images. Maybe it's Charleston you have to put. Is that it on the right there, the lower right there? Like uh, right next to the guy with the goofy hair? Keep going to the, the other way. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh over here? That, I think that's it. That's right. You did say right, and I immediately went to my left. That's it. What in the world was this place? It looks like it was an old warehouse. Small, though. Wow. And, you know, we did a flight while we were there, and boy, great little mix. Have you been to Commonworks Ale House? No, I didn't get to go. Oh, that sounds like a story. You, your face is lit up right now. 
they went to that brewery as well. Okay. And I was working. Oh, <laughs> so, I've only been once. Where, was, where is it? Is it in, it's in Park Circle. Oh, so that's that makes sense. It was right over there. Yeah, I'm not really familiar with all the streets. I'm not I don't. But it's in there somewhere, and there's a huge like parking lot. It's right next to that giant, beautiful, abandoned brick building. Um, Man, there's it's so like many of them down there. Knocked down like half of it. Yeah, there's there are so many nice. Places. But it's so open at Common House. It's just, yeah. They have giant doors that lift up. It's crazy. Yeah, it's beautiful. So hey, that, look, guys, Brian decided to Brian's show up. Here. What's up, man? What's up, man? How you doing, How you doing Brian? Good. Sorry, it took so long. No, it's all right. You're working. That's why I did uh, 9:45. I figured that would be plenty of cushion. Oh, for I thought a, you said 9:30. I thought you said 9:30. I... He did say 9:30. I went back and looked. Did I? Yep. Oh. Okay. So there you I go. I had it wrong in my uh, calendar then, I guess. But. Oh. So, yeah. Good. So I was on time. Excellent. <laughs> oh, I had no doubt. Well, um, I didn't know where where it was. So. So you're not doing anything where you are. Oh yeah, everything's recording right now. Okay. I just don't have a bag. Grab the cooler. Leia. I love your dog, man. Thanks. Appreciate it. She is You're so not good. You're not allowed in there. Go, go, go. I'll play with you later. I promise. She's like... Leia. She is adorable. Yeah, I'm a dog guy. She likes to be right in the action. I'm a... I don't have time for you. The type of guy. Yeah. But if they're around, they're not bothering you, so that's cool. exactly that's the way to be, you know. Like, you know, like, it's not like I, I'm gonna, like, if I'm going to practice and or hang out or work out or go for a walk, and they want to join me, that's great. If you don't like what I'm doing, take off. Yeah, which is why with that kind of temperament, usually cats are better suited for my personality. But I have had plenty of cats that were just super needy and just always. That's rare. Yeah, it's so annoying. That's a rare cat. Leave me alone, cat. Most cats are like... If oh, I, I got, got more glasses. If I have food and a place to chill, right? I don't need you. And I don't even want you. <laughs> oh, so, no, that's fine. Let's do that. So we got plenty of beers over here, huh? Yeah, I mean, you know... What do you want to start with? I just messed up. No, it's blinking. Don't, right. don't close that. Um, yeah, we got a that little IPA right there if we want to do it. Oh, this is from the, was it Relic from, uh, Brewing? Yeah, these guys are Relic Brewing Company. I don't know. Now, where's that? Where's Relic? Connecticut. Oh, wow. An import. Yeah. Citra Mosaic India Pale Ale. Well, I do like mosaic. And I do like Citra. So, I mean, we can start off with that. If you like yeah. IPAs. I, I was just saying, I, I'm yeah. an IPA guy, too. I've, I've been grown on that. I told the guy maybe we'd, uh... Check it out. <laughs> it says brewed and canned at Thomas Hooker Brewing Company. Nice. In Connecticut. Yep. Here, take a look at that. It's, it's a beautiful <clears throat> can design. So, yeah. Man. It's a rough night. Worked all day. Rock all night. Is that what it says? No, that's what you said. That's oh, what that's you're what doing. <laughs> Come on, Brian. Wow, it's a print. It's a uh, peel and paste label. Is that common for kids? Yeah, that's kind of what people are doing these days, yeah. Instead of, uh, you know, getting um, cans manufactured, they right. print labels. It's cheaper just to have, you know, your staff put the labels on there themselves. Or some people have a machine where it, it just rolls out onto the label, but other places it's hand put on, you know, by well, I, I learned. But, I learned something about, like, breweries like Coast. They don't own a canning machine. They rent it. Oh. So when they're ready to do their run on on a you know product, 
they'll bring in the canning machine, run whatever number of cans they have, right? And then the machine goes back. That's smart. I, I can't believe you could do that. You know, I mean, what a great way to keep the overhead down. Yeah, no kidding. You know, so, I wonder. It must be quite expensive then to get your canning system because you would think eventually it'd be a better bang for your buck to invest. You would think, yeah, but think would. maybe they get, you know, they update them and they get less expensive. Over, you know, this is kind of a new thing, this craft beer. Yeah, that's true. Uh, there are only like a handful of breweries around here that have canning uh, systems. Yeah. Or even growler think, systems I, as well. Growler systems? Uh, crowlers. Cra- I don't know what that is. So it's a 32 ounce can. That you can fill up like a you would a growler, like a growler? or anything. Yeah. And then you can put the cap on and you set it on a machine and it clamps down and it spins. And as it spins, these two things come over and peel the lid over. And then the other one comes around and crimps it underneath. Better than a growler, maybe. It'll hold your beer better. Right. Longer. Longer, right? Because yeah. a growler is like a five-day. Depending on your system. Apparently, uh-huh. at Lowe's, there's a Pegasus system that... Takes oxygen out and then pumps CO two in. It's supposed to a lot make it last like three times longer. That's like cool. months. That's cool. But I don't know if that's true or not. It sounds like a marketing. Usually, it won't sell. last more than three days at my house anyway. And that's what I'm thinking too. Who <laughs> wants a growler for that long? That's you know. Every, yeah, everybody always not, asks uh, how long is this going to last. I'm like, well, how long do you plan on keeping it? I mean, yeah, you're going to drink not, it. Right? It's not a bottle of wine that you're going to keep for ten years. <laughs> yeah. Right? What's the second one? The the one in the growler. Do you remember? Yes. What is it? Birds Fly South, their Irish dry stout. I don't remember the name. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? It's like night something. Uh-oh. Unlike Lowe's, Homegrown does not fill out a tag telling you what is inside your growler, so I forgot. Homegrown doesn't? We have to get on Caleb for that. No, because... That's just making them do more work, and they're going to yell at me. I also work there, so. Oh, you do? <laughs> I work in the kitchen. What in the world is going on here? Oh, I got it. Yeah. I didn't realize. Okay, so were you there Saturday night? Yeah, you didn't you, recognize me? You know what? I was, that was a full <laughs> day. We hit like three different, we had friends in from New York, and we hit three different breweries, man, and it was like. If I'm not mistaken, is that the night that we set up this podcast? It was, but I don't remember. I remember Brian, and I, I remember you. Oh, because I was, you I was working. I was yeah, working, working, so I was, was running around. Out. Yeah, so yeah, I, Gordon and I were sitting outside. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. So it was like. Yeah, you didn't really get to talk to me. I just served food. Yeah, you were just serving that night, yeah. working. And so, you know, I was kind of like relaxed. Oh, I totally understand. That's good. Oh, man, it was awesome. If you didn't notice me, then that works. That means I didn't mess anything up. No, you, I mean, you did fine. You did great, man. I'm glad you enjoyed your pizza. We had a heck, oh, that was good. That was like the last meal of the day. Mm. <laughs> I think I'm ready. All right. Oh, my goodness. Brian, go. I know how it feels, Brian. I know. It's a rush. So we're just going right into it? Well, it's just, well, I've been talking to him for quite some time now. All right. He's got so. some snippets he can do. You're 30 minutes late. I know. What can I do? Which is only going to really be on the blowing it out some of it on the video but i'll probably just keep this mainly on podcast yeah all right we're doing uh headphones no headphones oh yeah yeah yeah. what's the difference well we've um, noticed it kind of helps put you in the mood just okay. kind of keeps the conversation with 
with us. Um, you know, my roommate can come home at any time now. There's gonna be noise going on, so it's just a distraction without oh, wow. the that headphones. Does sound, that does sound different. Yeah. So. Bomb chicka bow bow. We did it for the first time <laughs> last night, and I think it worked well. Yeah. yeah it's not bad. Not bad at all. So you've already talked about who's uh, sitting here with us. Um, I did a very. Unofficial introduction, <clears throat> uh, but I said that you're going to do the official one. So well, I don't know what else is more official, but I mean, Paul Stone, right? Paul Stone Project. Paul Stone Project's the yeah. band, and yeah. the man is behind the Paul Stone Project. Yeah, it's a musician, blues singer, blues um, singer. three-piece band. Is that what it three is? Three-piece band. Yep. Yeah, it's myself, Roger Craig, who plays bass, and uh, John Wilmarth. Okay. Is the drummer. And then we also have a backup vocalist that helps us out, and that's Julia Craig. And uh, you know, she kind of rounds us out. She okay. keeps she keeps us in time. <laughs> yeah, very cool. Yeah. Obviously, we're not quite set up to have everybody in the studio, but uh, I mean, eventually, we'd like to get all of you guys in. Man, that'd be great. Once well, we, we get were, a space where we can accommodate that many mics, and we were talking about that. Were you already? Oh well, yeah. yeah. I've missed everything. Already. We had some, well, some really. ideas. <laughs> miss yeah. everything. We didn't open the beer yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you didn't start drinking without me. That's good. We waited to see on that. Are one. you going to give a... Well, I'm going to wait to see if I like it before I give this man a shout-out. Well, I mean, I'll give him a shout-out. So, yeah, I'm working at <laughs> Oak Road Brewery, and uh, people come in all the time that talk back and forth with these guys on uh, Facebook, Messenger, on the Oak Road, Oak Road uh, Brewing page. And um, since I've been working there, I've had at least three people come down from uh, Connecticut, Massachusetts, uh, New York. And they just bring beer with them and say, hey, we just thought we'd bring you some beer from up north. And we're like, okay, we'll drink it. Thank you. So this guy did that tonight. He's actually not one of the owners. Um, he just came in and um, I apologize. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I know it started with a J. Oh, it's not on the card? No, this is uh, uh, the actual sales manager on this business card. So, Oh, that sucks. But um, we'll, we'll figure excited. it out. We'll, we'll figure it out before we post a video and we'll put it uh, in the show notes. But. Oh, that's the way to do it. <clears throat> so he brought two four packs in. Uh, brought this uh, pale ale, I think it is, right? And yes. And he brought a double IPA as well. So we're going to save the double for another night. But um, it's Relic Brewing Company, if you can see on the video here. <laughs> this is going to be the Violet Ray. It's a uh, 7.1% ABV, uh, no IBUs listed, so we don't know what the bitterness is on it. And it just simply says an American IPA, double dry hopped with citra and mosaic hops. All right, and let's it's get got an it. average rating of 4.13, so it's a really, it's highly rated. But we'll just take a little- I'm very excited. Small yeah. four ounce of this a piece. And- Here, do you wanna like just Put those back to back so you can make sure they're all equal. That seems to you be so a, that, that seems to be a theme. That's what Caleb does. Keeping it equal. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's, far so good. Is it? Yeah. yeah, because the guest always gets more. Yeah, so we'll just top these off there a little bit. There you go, bit. Brian. Good job, man. Man. It's like, yeah, you, we'll it's like you might have, it's like you might have poured a can or two. A little bit. Look at that, man. Well, you thanks, did such man. a great job. I'll give you that one. That one. Do you want the Ville de Ville glass this time? Look at that. Relic Brewing. All right. Is there a, is there an official uh, toast that you guys did? Oh, man, we didn't toast with uh, Clayton either. We no, we, didn't, we did a toast with Clayton. Yeah, but I didn't film it. Oh. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna toast. Yeah, so I'll wait. I want to toast to uh, 
Let's do it. Being on time. Being on time and Being Wednesday time. nights. <laughs> Wednesday nights, some blues. Hell yeah. Rock and roll and everything else we can get out there. <laughs> oh, man. It already oh, smells, smells good. good. Yeah. And, you know, this is New England. Oh, They started gosh. the New England-style IPA craze. That is so this delicious. Is right. Boy, that is smooth, huh? Right yeah, it's juicy. I'm going to do one thing. Did you turn this air down a little bit? I turned on 71. Is it already? Yeah, man. I guess I'm just hot because I'm running around. Yeah, I know. Okay. It's cold to me. I had thought about getting a jacket a minute ago. That's all right. All right. So, what do we think about it? Oh, I like it. Solid. Very Solid. good. Smooth. Smooth. It's got the citrus yeah. notes to it. You can really get that. Right. Juicy. And they're not supposed to be bitter. Flavor. You know, we, we talked about it there at the brewery. I mean, the New England styles are supposed to have kind of gotten away from that West Coast style IPA where it's real bitter and kind of in your face with the hops and stuff. The the new New England style that they're doing is supposed to kind of smooth that out. And yeah. it's juicier and just kind of hazier and a little yeah. more balanced. I, I know there's still quite a few people out there that would still like that hop. Yeah. Real heavy hot profile, but so citrus like a combo of of different things. It's I a feel certain like, hop. Up or, yeah, citrus yeah. is a, is a type of hop. Type of hop. So yeah. it says right here, uh, citra and mosaic hops. All right, put it in this. So is that know, just primarily, or is that only? <clears throat> I think it's just those two. Gotcha. Really nice. Well, it says it's dry hopped with those two. So I mean, they could have uh, used something else in the boil as well, but I think they would have listed that. And if they use something in the boil, I would think they would have used those same two hops. So the dry hopping, like we discussed, I think, in the second episode, just kind of gives it um, just a little more aromatics. I can could, I could see that. And a little more flavor, too, but but it's good. It's Dynamite. got a good nose to it. It was a good... Uh, yeah, love the color. Good day when he walked in. And then when I asked Ben if I could have a couple, it was an even better day. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, Ben Banky. Yeah, man. No yeah. doubt. So it was busy up there, huh? Or did you get a nice little rush at the end? No, it was busy the entire... Well, about 5.15, 5.30, it started getting busy. We had trivia night tonight. It was the oh, Marvel trivia. So right. all the uh, comic book... Can I call them nerds? You can call yeah, them nerds. Comic book nerds, nerds were in there, right. and it, they packed sure. the house, man. It was a good night. Right on. Very Marvel busy. Comics. What's the other one? Marvel Comics and DC. DC Comics. Yeah. So this was all just Marvel stuff. So I don't even recall any of the questions because I was just moving so back and forth. And the ticket thing doesn't work <clears throat> for the orders for, uh, for the kitchen. Pub 108 for the kitchen. Yeah. So I have to actually handwrite them, walk all the way around, give them to Nick, come all the way back around. That seems ridiculous. It's horrible. Get one of those strings and then just... We've <laughs> talked about that. <laughs> one, one day I've worked the printer you know where it just sends it to the printer has worked but oh so it's supposed to go to supposed to go there oh but it's never works well one what time about um paper airplanes that's another we've great way to transfer too. information we've thought about that too <laughs> in harry potter world they use owls have you thought about owls <laughs> no i have not i hear that's quite messy <laughs> i bet <laughs> yeah we'd have to have covers for all the glasses so. yeah poop yeah. everywhere that's a weird term. So busy night over at the Oak. Yeah, nice. which is good for me because it's Especially, time went by fast and good money. But yeah, awesome. I made two hot dogs at work today. That's, that's not good. Nope. That's it. That's not. It good. was so dead in four hours. Yeah, we're gonna pick up another Friday night <clears throat> at uh, 
homegrown brew house Ooh. starting in May. We do the fourth Friday now. Okay. Which I think people enjoy it. You know, it's a different uh, different type of scene because it's not cover music. Yeah. We're playing original music right. for the most part. Every now and then there might be an old <clears throat> obscure blues tune that makes its way into the set. Yeah. But for the most part, it's originals. So not everybody wants to hear a song they don't know. People <laughs> want to tap their foot and say, oh, you know, yeah. that's Tom Petty or that's, you know, Janis Joplin or something. Yeah. But when you're playing original music, some yeah. people dig that because it's like, wow, I like that. Let me see if I could find it somewhere else. Right. Some people really engage on it. Then yeah. some people, that's when they turn their head and start talking to their buddy because they're like, yeah, hey, I don't know this song. That's exactly right. So it's, yeah. a, it's an interesting vibe that they have going on with the music, but... Caleb and I talked about a second Friday night because when we're there, there absolutely is more people hanging out That's because good. there's some music. Yeah, I think so. Hopefully, they'll eat more hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or yeah. something. Or whatever else is on the menu. We're going to get you in on Wednesdays. Yeah, well, um, you know that's 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 what it's all about. You know, live music and you know bringing people in and then staying longer, right? Yeah. And then uh, maybe hearing something they like, you know. So right now, the fourth Friday, I'm just going to jot some notes down. But, yeah. Which I had some notes, and I left them at the... I left them at work. But. You had notes, and you left them? Yeah. I just rushed, man. It's a Wednesday night, man. <laughs> it's killing me. So the fourth Friday, and then you're trying to do what other Friday? Probably you know? the second Friday. So it would be twice so the a even month. Fridays. Yeah, even Fridays. All right. We need to invest in some new chairs. I can't get comfortable. Yeah, new chairs are... Coming, we'll keep an eye out. Like honestly, uh, I really just want to go to Habitat for Humanity and just or grab uh, what's some... the other place? The uh, Goodwill. Yeah, Goodwill, Goodwill. thrift shop. I Goodwill, mean, there's probably maybe. some places we can. Oh, you can probably go to a that. dumpster and some, something's just missing a wheel or something, and that's it. <laughs> and just go pick something up. I said I wanted better chairs, not. <laughs> but you just put a new wheel on it, and you got chairs. a brand new chair. Somebody throws it out; it's perfectly good. Just lost a wheel or something, you know? Yeah. Can we just stop at Goodwill or, or Habitat? Or Do we have to go dumpster diving for a chair? <laughs> We're not that poor. It might be a good time. Yeah, you never know, man. You could find one of those leather chairs in there. That's you know. Yeah. All right. Well, one of the best chairs I we had might downstairs. Need to do a show on that. We found my when I, before I moved in. My dad found this my leather. chair. My three chairs. <laughs> I like it. Everyone just talks about the dumpster diving. Yeah. I'm sorry, you found a chair in a dumpster? No, don't worry about it. It's just a story I was, was trying like, to tell. But I want to hear it, side. I want to hear it, Brian. <laughs> no, it's just my dad found this chair before I moved in. He found a chair just on the side of the road, picked it up. It was a nice, uh, kind of an executive-looking leather. It wasn't real leather. I think it was like a pleather or something, but it looked like a black leather chair you yeah. know, with the pleats in it and all this stuff. Yeah. And had it downstairs. It was my favorite part of the, the living room, and now it's all different now. But um, in the dog I, I had before Leia um, was a rescue dog that Gordon's wife had, actually, Diane. And she was looking for somebody to kind of take it in because she couldn't handle it at the time. And I said, yeah, I'll take it. Maybe I'll even keep it. A month in, I said, Diane, please come get your dog back. Oh, ate my chair, the, the chair that Leia sleeps oh, in no. down there. You've seen the... yeah. The base of it, she ate that. Um, she ate uh, remote control. She ate a pair of Tommy's oh. headphones, a couple shoes. Um, she escaped the backyard twice. And luckily, she had a tag on that had uh, Diane's number. So they would call Diane, and Diane and Gordon would have to come over here and <laughs> corral the dog. And that, they were fixing the fence because I was at work. That's when I was still working my government contract job. So 
yeah, that dog destroyed a lot of stuff. And I finally said, sorry, I just, I can't do it right now. I don't have the time. Right. Now I could have, but at the time I was working government yeah, job five days a week, you know, seven to five every day. Yeah. Tommy was working. We just couldn't do it. So that's my story. Oh, man. I had a really nice chair that was free on the side of the road. So that's what I'm saying. We can get some free chairs somewhere. You know, Who said that was a John Lennon? The best things in life are free. That's right. Yeah. Well, I agree with that. I'm just not. I'm not going to start driving around looking for I'll, chairs I'll the, on the I'll side of the road. I'll be the musical road. quote person tonight. I'll just keep throwing them out there. So you know music quotes, but you don't know poems, huh? Isn't that something? Yeah. Because you, you think they'd be a little similar. They are. Absolutely. But uh, for whatever reason, you know, the <laughs> lyric, lyrical stuff sticks more than the, just the written word. Maybe you should just record yourself reading them and just listen to them over and over again. <laughs> well, that's another thing. You know, you don't read poems as, as you know, many times through, I, I think, is like, you know, when you have lyrics and yeah. especially when you're trying to learn something. Right. Um, Very true. Yeah. It sticks But who brain. knows? Maybe I'll pull out the old poetry book and start hitting, hitting it up again. <laughs> you know? Just whip out your own poetry in between sets. The spoken word. <laughs> Whose woods are these? I think I know. <laughs> yeah. So you trying to tell me you don't want to go to Habitat for Humanity? No, that's fine. Good will. Good will. <laughs> we or. can go Either wherever one. you want to go. Either one is probably. Yeah, I'm just saying. There's uh, there's lots of options out there. We might find a gold mine at the, the diamond in the rough at the, at the Goodwill. Yeah. And maybe a mattress even or something. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, well, that's funny. Would you actually pick up a mattress? Oh no. No, oh, no way. Well, we got to draw the line somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Chairs, clean, good. Mattress, not so much, right? Yeah. <laughs> what about sofas? Because sofas can hold a lot of funk. Yeah. I wouldn't either. Okay. So. so just chairs. Chairs. Right. Yeah, especially. Just, just chairs. Uh, I'm more comfortable knowing your Maybe your furniture. Non-cloth chairs. Or something. I don't know. But you know, pleather, leather. I've seen vinyl. a few like desks. Not desks, but like maybe tables and stuff that I've thought desks about. Desks are cool. Yeah. Like you can just tables grab a new cool. leg and replace it. That's exactly what I was saying. You scoffed at it. <laughs> Never mind. No, so I saw I on just, Facebook, you list your hometown as Somerville, but you're not from Somerville, are you? Uh, originally, I'm from the island. I grew up on an island up in the New York area. Okay. That's what I kind of figured. I can't hide that. Yeah. <laughs> I gave up trying. I mean, I don't sound too much like I'm from the South either. At least people tell me I don't. No, you don't. I don't really have a Southern neutral, accent. Neutral but, accent. Yeah. But, so, I mean, you could have been from here. I don't know. Nah, I grew up in New York on okay. the island and uh, had a lot of great times hanging out up there. There was a lot of clubs. And that's what is so cool about Somerville is the music scene here <clears throat> is just endless. Is so, it good? Oh, boy. I mean, I travel a lot with work. And um, Somerville, you can get live music every night of the week. Yeah. And, you know, the the types of music vary from place to place, from, you know, blues music and shag and mm -hmm. rock and roll and heavy metal. And, you know, there's a lot of uh, really interesting scenes. You go to other cities, you might not have that, you know. So you go to cities like you know, Washington, D.C., great place, love it. But their music scene isn't half as uh, spread out as it is in Somerville. Or, or I'll say the Charleston area, right? Okay. So... Um, I think that's cool. You know, just the fact that you guys invited me here tonight to sit in with you on a, on a show is, 
tribute to the music scene in Somerville and right. uh, and the, you know the brewery scene too. But and I think that's kind of what we're trying to do. I mean, I, 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 we got a bunch of things we're trying to help people with or help ourselves with, help friends with, coworkers. I don't know, we're, but music is one of them. Definitely, yeah. we'd like to help with the music scene as well because we definitely enjoy it. I'm not a musician. I'm trying to learn the drums. I bought me a drum set. I haven't uh, really sat there much, but um, I love music. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's what's so cool about, you know, Somerville is you have open mic nights yeah. where you could be a beginner. Right. And get out there in front of people, which is, you know, uh, I think they say uh, feared worse than death is public speaking and mm-hmm. singing is a form of public speaking oh, without in a, a way, right? Yeah. So, you know, they have the open mic nights, which is for maybe somebody who just wants to play a couple of songs and listen. And then you have places like uh, Homegrown Brew House mm-hmm. that have live music with an original vibe. Then you have places like uh, uh, Cup of Mana, which is a coffee shop. Yeah. And they have live music there on Saturdays. So there's all this different stuff going on. And, um, you know, it's a tribute to the town. Good musicians, you know. When did you come into Somerville? When did you move here? 2006. Okay, so you've been here so a while. I've been here a while. And I started playing again out about eight years ago and uh the band the the band i auditioned with needed a drummer so i auditioned to play drums okay and then uh you know they said all right that's pretty cool and we were hanging out afterwards and i was playing the guitar player's guitar and he said oh you play guitar too and I said, yeah, that's really my main instrument. And he said, you play guitar better than drums. <laughs> <laughs> so I got laid off of my first gig as a drummer. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, you know, picked up the guitar. And it turned out the guy who I was borrowing his guitar was really a drummer by trade. So there's this thing. I guess drummers want to be guitar players. Yeah. And guitar players want to be drummers at heart okay. in some respects. Never so. knew that. It's a weird Makes thing. If you, if you go and watch, guitar players will always, like, sneak in behind the drums you know, hit hit the cymbals and stuff. But Slayton used to do that. I lived with him. Yeah, it's just a thing. Yeah, you know, we, you know, I, I guess it's like uh, anything else. Grass is greener on the other side, or right. something like that. <clears throat> yeah, just, I like we're good. I like the allure of his beating on drums, and it's supposed to be artistic. I'm like I'm just smashing things, and it's beautiful. Yeah. It's definitely. It, I mean, only when you know what you're doing. Yeah, though. it's not beautiful it, when I'm doing it. Same. It's still disastrous, but it's. <laughs> it's just, you feel elated afterwards, like, oh, that was yeah, fun. it's primal. Yeah, you know, it's definitely a primal thing. The drums, and then uh, the greatest drummers. If it wasn't for them, the bands probably wouldn't be as good as they are. The drummer kind of keeps them going. Oh yeah. yeah. So. So do you still dabble in that at all when no, you're out and I, about now? No, I, I'm pretty much guitar and yeah. and vocals and writing music you know that's kind of the latest thing and that was only by by uh wanting to play at homegrown and caleb over there said you know we're looking for bands with original stuff and you know oh, i got some original stuff and put together a couple of sets and uh we worked on it and that's how we got to play at homegrown it was just by uh hard it's hard awesome. work it was pretty cool so there's a collaboration between all of you as far as writing or does one of you do it Mainly, uh, it's collaborative. I think all music's kind of collaborative in its own. You know, once you're in a band setting, um, but the the lyrics is, are pretty much I'll write the lyrics and come up with the framework, and then I'll ask the bass player and the drummer to kind of say, you know, here's what I'm thinking. Can you guys put a bass part in and a drum part, and then we'll work on that. And then usually the last layer is uh, putting backups and harmonies in there. 
which right. is you know that's the the salt and pepper on the song if you Ooh. will yeah it really is because spice it up you spice it up right it's you're in you're an f and b right so yeah. uh, right so f and b and it's like you know you could serve a hot dog just plain and it's okay it's a hot dog but if you put relish and mustard on it and mm. it's a little bit tasty complete yeah right so with the music we get i get like the box and then we kind of put the stuff in the box and around the box. And then it's like, wow, that's, you know. And just like music and food, some people will like it. Some people don't like it. It's not their thing. Like some people wouldn't want relish. They want, you know, just ketchup catch and mustard. Catch mustard. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the thing about the styles. You know, we're, we're pretty much primarily uh, blues and maybe towards the rock and roll side of blues a little bit. But some people love that because it's, you know, it's mellow. It's got a very rhythmic uh feel to it mm -hmm. there's not a lot of parts it's not like rush or yes or pick another band that's got you know very complex written uh songs this is more like just you know it's got that straight beat going through the whole thing and uh yeah some people want to drink a beer eat some hot dogs and listen to some good rhythmic stuff you yeah, know right. they don't want to have to work to see what's going on you know so now when you're when you're writing the songs and stuff do you just do it playing or you're doing it with an acoustic guitar do you write to a tune or does one come before the other that's a good question that is a great question and if you ask different people you'll yeah get i'm different, sure different people different have different, different methods but. um usually i'm doodling and i'll say oh that sounded cool and then i might say what's the word that goes with the doodle right i, I don't generally sit down and write poetry <laughs> i usually say you know what am i thinking or i might see something you know driving home from work and or uh, matter of fact one of the songs i wrote is called um next in line and that song was written at a harris teeter mm -hmm. so yeah there was this big long line and the gal said next in line please and i was like there's a song in that somewhere <laughs> and so i wrote this song about that and you know it kind of stuck everybody said oh that's cool let's do it but you know sometimes i'll have just a phrase and then i'll write the song around the phrase or the you know the sentence if you will right so it, it's it's kind of spontaneous you know yeah. there's not really a a formula i don't think for me anyway yeah know? i can yeah. relate to that i mean when i do paintings or are planning anything there's one thing that specifically is like a bright light and you can see it and it kind of shines light on a little bit of everything else yeah. and the rest of whatever i'm working on is centered around trying to figure out what fits with that one specific thing that drives the whole idea yeah. so i can see that i guess i guess i do the same thing too you know i do the dale stots and you know these different things on facebook and stuff and it'll just be a word or something that i saw and just or a phrase that i heard out and about and i just kind of build off of that one phrase same thing i guess in writing yeah i'm putting music to it what's but. a dale's dot What's that? What is Dale's dot? Well, no, it's called Dale's thoughts from the Zen, oh, thought, from the, thought. From the Zen garden. So yeah, it's a oh, thought. Oh, I got it's you. Just a yeah, thought that's that I cool. come up with. Like I don't. Right. I, don't, I can't even think of one off the top of my head. Usually, but. things that like people who use the terms like it is what it is. If suppose he was sitting at the bar and he heard someone say that, right? Just 
It's like, God, I hate that word. And that would stick in his head. So any kind of like thought that was reoccurring or really stuck with him that day, he would usually make a post about it and kind of like word it well. They're really interesting. I've been That's a fan cool. for a while. A lot of times they're, you know, motivational. It's just something I, I don't know. Something I, like I came it. up with, with just trying to put some positivity and some motivation out there on Facebook instead of all the negative stuff that you see. And Boy. Just trying to make some points off of uh, people's negativity and trying to spin it, spin it into a positive uh, yeah, that's so, so a lot of times it's something that I see negative on a post or I see somebody out that's doing something negative and I'll try and spin it into something positive. But. That's cool. So I guess with all three different <clears throat> things, there's a focal or a focus. Yeah. And then the, th- the then stuff's it. kind of grown around it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's I guess that's kind of the way I write. You know, I'll have something that's going to be the centerpiece of the, the song. Yeah. And then I kind of build it up and... Sometimes building it up is harder than the centerpiece, but eventually it works its way into being. Yeah. Right. And then, you know. And I think we've talked about this, but, you know, kind of the way I do it is I'll take that one thought and then I'll just start spitting out just words and sentences and everything. And I'll have this big, long paragraph. And then like a sculptor, um, I just go in and whittle it down to a, something concise that, you know, somebody doesn't sit there and read all day. Just something real quick that they can look at and say, oh. That makes sense. I like that. It's a positive note. I write the exact opposite way. Yeah. yeah I we have talked about it. Yeah. all my things, and then it's hard for me to fill in the rest. Like, I got the main talking points. I'm like, well, I said that thought. I said that thought. I have no meat on my bones when I write. Huh. So. That's interesting. Terrible at grammar. I leave too many words out. But with the art, I'm going to assume that you did the. Yeah, the, I did that. And that. Is that the logo? That's the official logo? Yeah, this logo? is our official logo. Yeah. I love it. <clears throat> Thanks, man. Here. I really do. It It actually, um, it actually says it. what it is. We have stickers you. on the way. Stickers so I would have given you stickers. Stickers are cool. Well, next time I catch you, <laughs> I'll give you a sticker. Yeah, we'll have some. Yeah, um, man, that's awesome. You know, uh, it, it's is it a piano? Am I, I'm going to say, is it like, it almost looks like a piano on the right side. No, it's a, a keyboard. It's a microphone. Um, okay. So you take the microphone, cut it in half, and then I took a... Like a tulip glass, and they cut it in half because it's beer and conversation. Very cool. It definitely has a musical vibe. So the, awesome. the microphone is is nice. Nice. I was gonna yeah, have it printed, and but I didn't want to pay someone to print it because I designed it on the computer. So I just one night sat and just painted it myself. Yeah, it I turned out it. pretty good. No, it's great. Great What's colors. Pretty, pretty. <clears throat> yeah. So I think. <sighs> I'm trying to remember the first time I met you, or, or at least saw you, but I, I recall, and I can't remember how long ago this was, but you just started kind of hanging out at Homegrown Brewhouse, I think, and um, watching Scotty Oliver play, right? That's exactly kind of, right. Yeah, so you kind of fell in love with Scott, and that, was Dave playing with him at the time, or was he still by himself? No, it was pre-Dave. Yeah, I thought so it, was, it was too. It was Scotty Oliver, the soloist. Soloist, and he had the, yeah. uh, the loop pedal and all that kind of stuff and was doing some fancy things. Working real hard, and yeah. I forgot yeah. why I stopped in there. Maybe because I was leaving, uh, is there a, what's next door? <clears throat> Isn't there an oil place next door? An olive yeah, oil? olive oil place. So I, yeah. whatever it was, I, I wanted to go there, and I, I heard the music, and it's one of the things that I'm keen to. And I went in there and I hung out and Scotty played a Grateful Dead tune. Mm-hmm. Oops. No. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. I mean, he used to be able to play all those Caleb, covers. Caleb. Yeah, now he can't. But at the time, yeah, they were was, allowed, or they thought they were allowed to play covers. But 
you know, it's funny. The Grateful Dead would probably want you to play their music. That's yeah. true. Right? Because they were all about getting their stuff out there. Yeah. But anyway, that's how I met Scotty. He was playing at uh, Homegrown. Right. And, uh, yeah, you know, I remember you hanging f- out two or three, four nights. And I think one time you just said, hey, can I play with you or something, right? Um, I came from an open mic night. And okay. I had my guitar. And, we, and Scotty and uh, I played a couple of tunes together. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was fun. I wish I could nail him down to do that more often, but right. he's busy. He is very yeah, busy. He's really busy with work. But speaking everything. of collaborations, we had um, a young guy named Clayton Lewis in here last night, and he classifies his music as rock and blues or rocky blue rock rock blues. What did he say it was last night? It was rock blues, right? And you just said that same term, I think. Yeah, that's ago, that's so. you know. Um, I told him last yeah. night. I said bluesy rock. Think. Yeah. Uh, so we got another blues guy coming in tomorrow night. We ought to get you guys together and let y'all jam yeah. or something. Where does Clayton play? What does he play? Where? Where? Where um, he's play? played at Old Trolley Public House, the Porch Jam out in Knightsville. Mm-hmm. Um, May 13th, places. actually, he'll be playing at the Porch Jams. Yeah. Most, I have not been to that yet, but I, hear I haven't either. I hear it's a lot of fun. I'm trying to set up in a booth there. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. I'm trying to talk to Dan Riley. He's the guy that's setting it up. So they do booths and... I don't know. Yeah, just find out and check yeah, it out and see what's a, going on. It's in a house. It's a coffee shop slash general store. So they have this giant wraparound porch, you know, the classic plantation house with right. the wraparound and a huge front yard, I guess. I haven't been there, but I'm going on the 13th. And uh, people just bring the lawn chairs and the kids run around. And they I think he said they had 14 people perform last time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of people. And it's like an open mic thing, too. I think people sign up and you have slots. Okay. And, yep. That's know, the open mic. And then you might do a 10 well, minute set. The headliners might do a 20 Yeah, there are headliners. So they're main yeah. people still that play. Huh. That's nice. May 13th? 12 mm-hmm. to 4. 12 to 4. No. No. One, 1 to 4. 1, one to, to 4. 4. 1 to 4. <laughs> be there or be square. Yeah. <laughs> basically. It's nice because, you know, front yard. It's, Outside is the is so much fun. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, so I can't remember where else he's played, but no, probably, I, I know he's been playing somewhere. at um, Old Tribe Public House for a while. I don't know how frequently he plays there, but he has started playing there since they opened. Nice. Um, he is working with a radio station, Cumulus. Cumulus Radio. Cumulus yeah. Radio. So we may see him more often. That's cool. Maybe hear his name. It's. Yeah. Definitely great to get connected with a radio station. Yeah. That's like the next step, you know, where they play your music. Um, Jameson, does that name ring a bell? He's one Jameson. of Jameson, Jameson. He's a local musician who plays more gigs than I think anybody else in the area. Oh, yeah. I might know and, if I saw him. And, but that, yeah, you probably would. And his, his stuff's been on the radio uh, a couple of different stations. And I think that's so cool. <clears throat> you know, his own music, you know, stuff he's written. Right. Recorded and now it's out there. So, yeah. And Clayton has too. He's he's got an EP that's had a couple songs played and he's working on his second EP EP right now. So, that's awesome. Yeah. That's the next level. Young guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's up and coming. I think he's 24. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to tell you how old I am. Meaning, I'm like right? the oldest guy at all the jams now. It's great. I'm like the uh, <laughs> the Jerry Garcia of the, of the local go. music scene. Not too bad, right? That's a good yeah. title. <laughs> yeah, I'll take, I'll take that. Yeah, it could yeah. be it could be worse. Right? Yeah, definitely. Or the Keith Richards. How about that? I'll light up a cigarette, and slouch down, <laughs> drink scotch or something. I don't, like I don't that. think I can see you doing that. No, to be honest, probably not. <laughs> yeah. Not as good as he does it anyway. Yeah, <laughs> we'd have to have some real good mics to figure out what the heck he's saying too. Yep. Oh, and, uh, we'd have that just decipher thing on the computer program. <laughs> that would be a nightmare. Yeah. 
trying to sync up audio. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of open mics, are you playing tomorrow night? Are you going up there? Tomorrow night's Friday. No, tomorrow night's Thursday. Yeah, it is Thursday. Uh, Thursday's Coastal Coffee open mic night. Yeah. Yes. And I think that I'm going to try to stop down. Okay. Yeah, jo- Josh Jarman is mm-hmm. the host. Yeah. Well, I think he... They switch back and forth. They switch back and forth. He and Chris yeah. are doing alternate weeks now. So. Oh, okay. Is that, that's what they're yeah, doing? Yeah, but it was Josh's thing originally, yeah. Okay. but uh, Old Man Rankin. Give oh. a shout out to Old Man Rankin. Old Man Rankin. Right. He's not that old, but, you know, no. I, know. I like the title. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so Chris was there last week, so it should be Josh should this be week. Josh. Yeah. And I'll be working at Oak Road as well. So I, that's a bonus oh, for I'll me because I get... Down. Huh? What's that? I'll definitely stop okay. down. Then. Cool. It's a bonus for me because I get to listen to music and serve beer and they've got some great tacos that Nick makes. So I'll probably, probably. No, you'll Jesus. be out of town. Hold on. I'm trying to say this, but I just muttered like three words all at once. Yeah. I will probably be recording a remote episode with my brother. I'm going to be up in North Carolina. All right. <clears throat> We're in North Carolina. Head up to Greensboro. Love Greensboro. It's a good, good cool spot. city. Yep. Good music scene up there too. Oh well, hopefully we'll get some music. Maybe yeah, I'll man. try and grab someone. I'm like, hey, drive all the way down here. Be on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, Green uh, Greensboro, uh, College Town, right? GSO, yeah. right? Uh, no, it's not G. That's the airport. Greensboro. I think Elon's close to. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. sure. Greensboro. Yeah, but definitely some good, you know, and you're going right by Charlotte, so on the way home you could always... Yeah, there's a lot of breweries there, too. Oh, Charlotte's growing like crazy. Well, we talked about there's that. A called, there's a little, little area called uh, Noda, N-O-D-A. Oh, yeah, in Charlotte? Yeah. Yeah. And they have, they have a really... Yeah, right. Really good stuff. Is this the card you were looking for last night? Did you find it? Yeah, man. Just okay. put it... No, put it back. Put it back where it was. Next to the battery. All right. So that when we take a break, I can swap it. I'm just making sure. I had things set up before you came in here like a tornado. I appreciate it. Yeah. (laughs) I I, I see you got the the, the form. Oh, yeah. We forgot to have you do that. That's all right. I'll do that on the... On the commercial commercial break. We forget all the time. Yeah. No, it's good, man. It's good. And I've got to take your portrait in a... Carpet Wall Studios, and we didn't even turn the light on, so I didn't have everything set up. Well, that's all right. Mm-hmm. We're doing. We pretty, I think we're doing pretty good. Yeah, Just but don't let me forget to take your portrait. Okay. In that area. Yeah, that's all. That's the carpet wall, right? Carpet yeah, wall, it's just man. a weird wall. I don't. It was here when I bought the place. I don't know why there's carpet on the wall, but it's there. So we thought it was kind of cool to. Well, the put light. people in the corner and perform, and we call it the carpet wall sessions. Yeah, um, it's got a little. You know, the little. Uh, uh, what do you call that? Panels on there to mute the sound out a little bit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Soundproofing, I guess you would call it. Nice. So, yeah. We think it's kind that of cool. was the goal, at least. Right. <laughs> we ready for this next beer? Heck yeah, man. All right. Well, let's do it. Um, so this is the craft part of the conversation. The craft part of the conversation. That's right. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of a play on words. I mean, we're I crafting like a conversation with you, but they yeah. were also having a conversation about craft beer. So it's, it's good. Kind of back and forth. No, it's not good. It's great. <laughs> Good. I like. Glad you like it. Uh, we got this from where? Homegrown brew house. Homegrown brew house. Uh, this right. is Birds Fly South. Uh, nights like these. It's a Irish dry stout. Three point eight five ABV, so it's pretty light. Thirty IBUs. Classic and clean Irish dry stout. Brewed with Marisotter. I don't even know what that is. Roasted barley and a hefty amount of flaked barley. 
All right. Oh, sounds good. Something everybody's. I'm excited. Drink, I'm sure. Now we haven't had too many dark beers on the show so far, have we? Just wow! Uh, look at that. Huh? The pilot episode. We drank that barrel aged 1050, so that was a imperial stout. Uh, we've drank my beer before, mm-hmm. the Zinkonitz Russian Imperial Stout, and then I think we had something else, right? I mean, well, the Can Pants is a barley wine, is that right? Probably a little bit more here. I think we can get all this. Out yeah, fill them up. There you go. A lot of people will be mad that we don't give it room to breathe and all that kind Gotta of. Got to give it some room to breathe. But I say it breathed. It, it's it breathed when I opened the it, bottle. It breathed. That's what I'm saying. It was breathing while you were pouring. Tell them. You don't need this, right? Not yet. I gotta fill it up at some point. Again. No, but I mean you don't need to breathe this thing. Oh no, I don't need to show. I already did that enough. All right. Here you go, my friend. Yes, sir. Thank you. Ooh, I get this. Okay. I like this glass a lot. Everyone cheers this one cheers. too. Cheers. Yeah. All right. Cheers, cheers to, to, to cheers to the it's a stout. Yes. Dry Irish stout. A lot of times Irish stouts are on nitro, but of course we're not gonna have nitro in a bottle. Why not? You might be able to get nitro bottles. I don't know. Well, I guess you can. The Guinness, they have a bottle that has this little I don't know how it works, it's but they got this little widget thing in there, whatever, and you yep. You pour it in, and it's just like you got a, a Guinness poured from a tap. It's pretty delicious. It's a smooth beer. I mean, I think it's spot on style-wise. Man, it almost just disappears from your mouth. It, it vanishes. Yeah. I think on nitro, it would be perfect. A little creamy. Yeah. Creamier, right. But, I mean, it would take some of the dryness away, I think. So, I mean, right. it's, it's dead on. Right. And uh, these well, guys. And what was the brewery? Birds Fly South. Birds Fly South. Yeah, these guys are out of uh, Greenville, South Carolina. They're a microbrewery up there. Uh, do a lot of good sour beers. Wow, that's not nice taste. I mean, actually, that's what even what it says. Saison and Sour Brewery is what it says on their site here. Open, open fermentation in the upstate. So this is kind of something different for them. That's not usually what they brew, but I think they did a good job. It's kind of smoky. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Or taste that. Yeah. Couldn't see it. Makes me want some barbecue. <coughs> I'm going to write that down. Which I got it on my computer. I already ate today. But, you know, you can never have too much barbecue. No. Right. I'm glad you agree. I was scared for a second. No, I'm telling you. Um, that was part of the Saturday thing when we came to visit you. We went to Qology downtown. Oh, nice. And What is that? It's a barbecue place down on oh, makes sense, on uh, Market Street right off of Meeting Street yeah and I've only seen it I'm, I'm, I'm going to put a plug in for them go That's for right. it I'm writing Qology down yeah they had the best Bloody Mary I've ever had oh. in my life and I'm not a connoisseur so you know if you go there and you don't like it well it was the best for it you. was the best for me right. thanks <laughs> but, how do you like your Bloody Marys and we're going to get back to, to that. Well, actually, we'll get back to yeah. Bloody Mary's. Keep going. Sorry. You know, it's all good. I mean, I, it's just something that's not plain. Okay. And this had 
uh, a very nice topping with a couple of olives, a little piece of corn. Did you um, say a Bloody Mary bar, or they just make it for they you? They make the Bloody Mary right there for okay. you, and they bring it to you in uh, one of those ball. You know, the, I'm, I'm saying it with my New York accent, ball, right. Right? <laughs> my ball bottle. Everybody's going to pick on you on me for that. But um, so they had the, you know, the okra and the celery and all this stuff happening. Oh, there you go. And yeah. then on the last thing, they put the kicker in there, the chicken wing. Boom. Right, right in the top of the thing, man. That's and different. really nice, you know, Bloody Mary mix in there. I don't know what all went in it, but I had that and I said, that was sweet. You yeah. know, and then you bring some barbecue and it's like, yeah. you know, right. So I don't do Bloody Marys, but I know a lot of people do the Bloody it. Mary bars like for brunches and stuff. I think Montro yeah. does it in right. some different oh. places where you yeah. pick your own stuff, but I'm not a big fan of that. But I like everybody's hands touching everything. And, right. I'm right. This is not like, <laughs> yeah. oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. you build it yourself. You build it yourself. Yeah. They got tongs. You put your own olives, oh, your own weird. celery, your own mixes, whatever. I wouldn't want to make my own. I, no, I want it to be what yeah. you're doing. You know, give yeah. me your yeah, give me your personality in a cup. I always want a Bloody Mary. And I get about halfway through and I think to myself, that was too much Bloody Mary. Yeah. Yeah. This so, was this was a big old Bloody try, Mary. I've never had chicken wing in there. That sounds awesome. Nah. Only ones I ever used to do we used to go to the Clemson games all the time and we tailgate and first thing in the morning <laughs> We're going there. <laughs> here it is. First thing in the morning because, you know, we got wasted the night before the game then of course we're looking for a something to perk us up in the morning so it's either a screwdriver or, or it was a bloody mary and i usually went for the screwdrivers i wasn't a big fan of the tomato sauce or whatever's in there but i like screwdrivers too <clears throat> orange juice is my favorite juice yeah i don't know uh, wasn't a big story just get, get one of one of each <laughs> start your morning off right yeah. i'll have to post a picture of that for you <clears throat> yeah <laughs> Yeah, please do. Yeah, we'll, I'm we'll see that. Yeah, I'll put it up there. Actually, the Junction has a good Bloody Mary. Yeah. But I think they use sake on Sunday. Nice. Yeah. For some reason, they only use sake hmm. on Sunday. That would be interesting. It's a good place, man. Absolutely delicious. Have you been there? <clears throat> no. Check it out. Park Circle. Park Circle. I talked Park about Circle. it last time. Yeah. The right. other hip area, one of the other hip areas in some of in uh, Charleston, Dorchester County. Yeah, yeah, Charleston. Matter Dorchester. of fact, they have a good music scene there. Really good. Yeah. Matter of fact, Scotty and they were playing there tomorrow night. Yes, sir. Oh snap! Where? Seven to nine at. I don't know if it's at the Junction. It's not. It's, um, it's the. God. I should know this because my roommate's in the band. Oh really? Who's your roommate? Tommy, the guy, the lead singer that sings with him. That sits Tommy, with Tommy. Him. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's he's here. Tommy's Tommy's the man. Yeah, <laughs> he's a good dude. So yeah, he told me last night, and I completely forgot. Yeah, Scotty Oliver the- band. It's a theater. And, well, look yeah. it up. And then when he um, when he sits in with them, their their name is Blue Sphere. Blue Sphere, right? Yeah. Really good. I got to see them down at the uh, Andolini's Pizza. Oh wow! Yeah, and you know, great pizza. Great pizza. Good music, and it was outside in March. Oh man, and it was a beautiful night. All around perfect. Yeah, it and was then, really um, cool. Actually, they're the only the only two people that sing original music. I said, is it a concert? They're in some kind of concert or something. Because Tommy was telling me that the only two bands that sang originals were the two from Somerville. Everyone else had like covers or something. Huh. But yeah. I don't remember who it was. Oh, Forty Mile Detour and. 
Blue Sphere because they open up for Fortima Detour. Oh, do they really? Yeah. Yeah. They're really good too. Yeah. Um, good guys. Mark. Mark yeah. Mark. Yeah. Good guy. So you start to see how it all kind of, the it's a, it's a big web. It is. And as yeah. you go out, there's like more and more stuff going on and more different, you know, more people come in. Uh, I'll give a plug to my favorite rock and roll heavy metal band in Somerville. It's a bunch of guys that go by Derpot. Yes. And uh, we saw them. They were at Blackwater yeah, just we saw the other night. Friday. And amazing. Yeah. They killed it. They killed it. So uh, they've been together for about a year now. And I think that they are absolutely off the chain. So I, whenever I get a chance to hang out and listen to them play, oh, you know, the, it's a Derpot party. So, yeah. Yeah. Good guys. And the drummer's really, he's just getting into it. So he's going to just keep getting better. Oh my gosh, yep. really? Yeah, so. Yeah, I'm very excited. Those dudes are amazing. Yeah, and we didn't know what to expect. He like walked up there, they're doing a mic check, and we're like, well, this is going to be different. And then just started like singing so high. Yeah. And he's like, hey guys, it's going to get loud. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, this is going to be amazing. It's and amazing. It totally was. Yeah. It blew my mind. Yeah, it was they... so good. Very um, Black Sabbath-ish. Right. Exactly. I mean, the biggest influence I, I could hear in it. No doubt. Yeah. But also, um, they have that uh, old 60s vibe rock yeah. and roll going too, which is like the cream. Right. You know. Um, yeah, I could hear all those influences. A little, you know, like just definitely a, a, a very well rounded sound for yeah. guys that are so new together. You know, yeah. So. yeah. Initially, the, yeah. they had the vocals too high, and then they turned them too low, but then they got it kind of dialed in, or not they, the music, the sound guy, but... Fleming. Yeah, Fleming. I wasn't going to say his name, I say his name but That's yeah. all right. No, that's all right. It's, it's cool. That's a plug out to... Because uh, yeah. what is that? That's not the Bummerville Amphitheater. That's, well, it's, it's, it's run part through, of the, it, right? through the same company, yeah, but yeah. It's, it's live, Friday Night Live Friday Night at live Blackwater. At Blackwater. Right, yeah. Yeah. So Blackwater is actually Mark Deshane's moniker. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, but Fleming, yeah, is the... The, you know, bummer. Yeah. There. So he's all over the place. Yeah. You know? yeah. I'm there every Friday as well. Oh, uh, do you do your art? Is yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's for you. All right. So you're going to motivate me to make stickers up for the Paul Stone project. <laughs> hey, I keep saying I'm going to do that and I don't. <clears throat> do it. Um, it took me a few who, minutes. Who, do, who does you? Am I allowed to? Yeah. Uh, I use Sticker Mule for that. Sticker Mule? Actually, I would love to get a shout out to Sticker Mule. Because Give a big shout out to him, man. It's been a crazy... Sticker Mule. <laughs> One-stop shopping for all your sticker needs. Actually, they have so many things. I didn't even realize they offer just... You laugh, but that's what we're trying to get to. No, and it's cool, man. Yeah, we're you know, trying I... to get to where we have five minutes worth of ads up front oh, yeah. before we even start the show. No, that's right. the way to do it. The I mean, show. If, they're, if, you, if you're getting uh, some help from them and it looks cool. Well, they have excellent customer service, so even if they're not paying me, I at least want to say that oh, I you ordered... Have a... your own website. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. I sell artwork off it and everything. I'm going to say the last name wrong. Is it Choir? It is Choir. Okay. Actually, Caleb you're Quire. one of like 15% that's ever said it correctly yeah. on the first time. <laughs> 25 years in the IT business. <clears throat> oh. You have to get good with names. Yeah. <laughs> oh, click. Click. Um, but yeah, I ordered those stickers and I was excited to get them in. I was going to get them in like a day before a Blackwater. Yeah. Perfect. Never showed up. It says it was delivered couldn't find it right except for my losses uh i was going to call ups the following monday and then sticker mule reaches out i was like hey we saw that your package arrived hope everything is up to satisfaction i was like actually it never act- arrived i don't see it anywhere right 
Like, well, it, did it go to this a- address? Yep. So he went through, and eventually, we don't know what happened. It was never actually delivered, but they reprinted it. Sent me another one. I was like, that's really nice. Thank you. Right. Because you have no reason to believe me that I said it didn't show up. <clears throat> There's no proof of that. I mean, you didn't have it going to a different address, your previous address or something? No, nope, we double-checked the address. and it was. It was yeah. I've never ordered tickets from them. That's the first time. Yeah. So, reprinted. Supposed to have it on Monday last week. And on Thursday, they emailed me. It's like, hey, how are the stickers? I'm like, guys, it still has not showed up. Yeah. And they're like, oh, my gosh, let me check into that for you. That's frustrating. Turns out the package was damaged by UPS. And so they sent it back. That's... They're like, would you like us to ship out another reprint? And I'm like, why not? Let's just let's go for three. Give it a try. And it actually showed up, and they've been great. And they look awesome, and I can't complain. I just ordered literally two more stickers from them, one for Crap Conversations and the other for... I've got a whole like non-dairy series that I do because I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> Bang! There it is. Every episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's hilarious, man. Just wonderful, amazing. <clears throat> All right. Well, I'll check them service. out. All I have to do is design a sticker that's gonna stick. Hey, man, I design professionally. I like it. Do you? Yep. So maybe after uh, we'll talk offline. Oh, there you go. We'll maybe. figure it out. My people will get in touch with your people. Yeah, we'll just work something out. That, that I got no people. Me neither. Me neither. Perfect. <laughs> it's all about connections. I have, I have a daughter. It is. <laughs> Everything is connections. It is. Yeah. I'm going to bring it back around to what okay. I was looking up. Yeah, I know Brian. it took me a while to get there, but... Scotty uh, Oliver? Scotty Oliver Band playing at South of Broadway Theater, Park Circle. That's it. Tomorrow's show starts at 7.30. And then they're actually at the Windjammer on Saturday, downtown Isle oh, Palms. Great place to play. Yeah. Yeah. They're so, real excited about that. So while we're talking about that, we want to promote a show coming up for you really soon, right? Well, thank you so much. Yeah, so let's just do all that in the same sure, the same trailer <clears throat> thing. Sure, that sounds great. And that'll be easy to edit. Go ahead, man. Right, so um, this Friday night, it's fourth Friday already of April, we'll be at the Homegrown Brew House from 7 to 9 p.m., and that's the Paul Stone Project with uh, our quartet this week Ooh. is going to be playing yeah we'll have julia craig on vocals roger craig on bass john wilmarth on drums and uh paul stone here on the uh guitar and vocals oh. should be a fun gig we're hoping that we get a good turnout and uh we're going to record the show for our ep so we're going to record the show similar to the way you guys are working right now um look to get a cut that's worthy of putting on an ep and uh We'll take it. So we'll have Audacity out there. And <laughs> so is the Dude, whole EP we'll, going to be a live EP no. or just that one live input? We're going to grab one live song and then there'll be three that we do in a studio. Okay. Um, and that will be out hopefully before July of this year. Very and nice. that will be our first one. So we're pretty excited. Ooh, yeah, heck yeah. Yeah, pretty excited about that. And then uh, <clears throat> also the first Saturday of every month, and this is two years now, I play at the Cup of Mana which is also in downtown Somerville on Main Street. And the crew there um, has me playing from 3 to 5 nice. every first Saturday. And that's a different scene because we I play a... What's, what day did you say? This Saturday? No, the, it's the first Saturday of first every Saturday. month. Yeah, okay. so I think it's the 5th, May mm-hmm. 5th it will be. Um, so May 5th at the Cup of Mana from 3 to 5 p.m. And then that I play uh, a mix of blues and classic rock. So, um, you know, Tom Petty... Yeah, uh, James Taylor, uh, some originals, some blues stuff. You know, BB King, um, J- 
just 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 about anything that's able to be played by a solo musician. Yeah, and that's kind of the Saturday deal. Oh, so you're solo at the, at the Saturday. Uh, and and a lot of times Roger Craig will come down and join me on bass, but yeah. no, you know, rain or shine, I'm there. And then if Roger shows up, that's part of the project. Yeah. So the Paul Stone projects, it's you know very cool. I've I mean, never I've never seen any music there. It used to be called the Smile Single Smile Cafe. Smile. Single, Single Smile, Smile Cafe. Cafe. Yeah. yeah. And I think they had an open mic on Tuesday nights or something. Yeah. And a good old old uh, friend of mine's dad. Not he's not old old. Well, he is old too, but um, he used to play there, and I never got a chance to see him because he doesn't he doesn't play there anymore. But oh, that's too bad. But um, huh. Anyway, they still have the Tuesday night open mic there. Still do oh, Tuesday as well. So why stop a good thing? Why, yeah. yeah, and uh, the new owners are great, Mike and Janice Taylor. Um, they are really big on promoting the local music scene. So they have like <clears throat> last night we had a young lady play piano for the first time ever in front of people. She absolutely killed it, oh, and wow. so it was a lot. You know, it's a lot of fun. You know, it's uh, all different styles of music from. You know, classical piano to rock and roll, and That's good. you never know what you're going to get there on a Tuesday night. Yeah, so fun. Thanks, appreciate you guys letting me. Yeah, very put cool. The plug in. I was going to go out to Blackwater Friday, but he's out of town, so I don't think I'm going to go out there and by myself without Caleb over there. So I'll probably come out to Homegrown Friday. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I'll tell been, you, it's been a while since um, I've seen you play. Well, I mean, I've seen you at the open mic. I yeah. heard you at least um, recently. Right at, uh, at, Coastal at Coastal Coffee. Yeah. yeah, that's always fun. Um, I'll put one other plug while we're doing the plugs. Right. Um, one of the things that got me back into the blues was uh, by chance I attended a jam for the Low Country Blues Club. And that's been around for about 10 years now, maybe a little more. That's one of the things I had written down. Yeah, Low, Low Country, Country Blues, blues Club. Yeah, yeah, fantastic group of people. And uh, we have two jams a week. Every Sunday we jam down at um, Smokey's Place in Hanahan. Yeah. Um, and that's from 6 to 9 p.m. And it's a mashup. <clears throat> so people come down, they sign up. And then the jam master, who's usually Bill Nance, um, he'll grab a drummer, two guitar players, a bass player and a piano player. You go up on stage and, you know, you say, all right, what are we going to play? So it's a it's a challenge. You know, you got people that may have never played before yeah. playing some blues. Um, and that's always fun. Uh, that and sounds super cool. It really is, and it's it's a real relaxed environment. So if you're new to the music scene and you just started playing guitar, nobody's going to hold that against you. We'll get you up there. You'll play some music, have some fun, and then hopefully come back and join the club. So yeah, yeah. Um, and Wednesday and nights we rotate around. So is it off a of Red Bank Road? Is that where Re Remont? It's right on oh, Remont. Off of yeah, Remont. Remont Road. Remont, right? Um, man. Oh, I know. It's in that little food line shopping center. That's exactly yeah, right. I know. What you're yeah. Yeah. Best Don Burgers in Charleston. That's what they say. <laughs> what? It's uh, pretty smoky in there. It's, it's, pretty, it's true to, um, to his name. They actually, they actually, because they, um, you know, some people said, "Oh, it's smoky." Mm -hmm. um, they well, I mean, you're smoking in there. So yeah, it's they, but not at the bar. now. What they did, they changed it up. Half of the house is non-smoking. Okay. And they really worked hard to make it so if, if uh, you know young kids want to come in there, yeah, they're nice. not going to get they're not going to get the old school smoky smoke type yeah. of a deal. So yeah, fun stuff. Low Country Blues Club. Very cool. I liked it. I used to go. <laughs> I liked it. Uh, I used to work right around the corner there, off of uh, North Rhett and Remount, uh, when I was government contractor. So we go there for lunch all the time. But the burgers were really good. Yeah, they, yeah. they do a good job with the burgers. Yeah, but no you know, yeah. sitting there and somebody smoking right next to me at the bar while I'm trying to eat my burgers. Yeah, so. yeah. So we actually put um, 
signs, no smoking signs on the tables when you first walk in. Yeah. You know, nothing against people that want to have a cigarette. That's cool. But they're going to be on the side by the pool tables. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of lightens the lightens the scene up a little bit. Cool. Very cool. Thanks for the plugs, man. That's awesome. Smokies. I haven't heard that name in a while. Yeah, man. Good dude. Yeah. I really want a burger now. This happens every time we talk about food. Man, food is just... Oh. Yeah. Barbecue yes. wouldn't be bad though. I know. There should be like a 24 hour barbecue place around here. Yeah. Start going once a week at least down to <laughs> Swing and Swine. Oh, they, they, great plug. You really go there once a week? Probably once a week. Wednesday nights, 25 cent wing night. Yeah. Yeah. I heard about that. <laughs> it's a great night to go. All right. Yeah. We keep it. We keep it pretty. Give me a, give me a few weeks and I'll start joining you. Yeah. A few weeks? Yeah. Why a few weeks? Cause man, you'll be traveling back from yeah, that's true. back back. From You're gonna be North. out of town, then I go out of town right after you get back. So yeah, yeah that sounds good. So we'll do it in a couple weeks. Yeah, deal. Yeah. Nice. Maybe we'll get ten cent wings. <laughs> I doubt. I doubt. I don't know how they sell twenty five cent wings out of that place. I don't know, but that's a deal. Really good. Some Had wings bar- tonight. Nick did wings tonight. Yeah, they're pretty good. Oven baked buffalo sauce. Ooh, yummy! It's like ten wings for eight bucks. Wasn't a bad deal. Nice. Well, we should have wings when we open up our studio tap room place. Just keep adding more stuff. Call us up when you want the live music, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we have so many musicians. You let people knocking on your door. You know? yeah. Hello? Do you have we live music? knocking on our doors. <laughs> I have music every night of the week. I don't care. It's great. It yeah. really is. I, I, it's, I'm trying to think. Are there any places that have live music seven nights a week? I highly doubt it. Uh, the Charleston Poorhouse. The yeah. Poorhouse does. Over in West there you go. That's yeah. a place. Wow. Seven, yep. seven, seven days nights a week, week. Right. Don't they have the patio outside? Yeah. They, they usually have a free show on the deck that starts at 6 or 6.30 maybe. Um, and then usually the main attraction starts at 9-ish, 10-ish inside. Yeah. Most times there's a cover for that one. Sometimes that's free as well. But but yeah, the party on the deck is always free. It's always a good time. What a... I was going to say it's always a jam good time, but I think that's the wind jammer. Right. What a great <laughs> business plan. What's that? Or like, what a nice thing to do as a business to offer like half like, hey, from this time to this time, you can come in for free and hang out and enjoy music. Yeah, right. But if you want to see inside. the headliner, yeah, then you have to pay to get in. That's super cool. That's the way to I, do it. Yeah, I'm telling you, great. I think it's the best music venue in town, to be honest. I mean, I used to love the music farm, but it's just way too big and too loud. And it's just the sound is not good. But the poorhouse inside is it's some nice. of the best sound, I think, in town. Yeah. There's another new place, too, that just opened up over in uh, Ladson. It's called Honky Tonk Saloon. Oh, really? <laughs> and, and we, yeah. And so I wasn't really sure what it was going to be like inside, but <clears throat> really nice. It's a big stage, huge bar, and the uh, Blues Club jams there on the third Wednesday of the month. So I, ha- you know, I, got, I was off work early, ventured over, and um, man, we had a blast there. Okay. And it wasn't overpopulated. So you could get to the bar, you can get a drink. They have pretty good, you know, pretty good selection on the menu. If, uh, I don't know if they have vegan stuff there for any of the vegan folks, but yeah. you know, I don't want to get in I'm trouble. Sure, they got lettuce. <laughs> sure, they have some lettuce. Some well, tomatoes. I'll have a, I'll have a hamburger. Hold the burger. <laughs> yeah, with tomato and mayonnaise. I yeah. don't know if mayonnaise is vegan. Probably not. Uh, it's just no, it's egg yolks. Egg it's yolks. Mayonnaise. So that's not vegan. Yeah. It's all good. Nope. <laughs> anyway. Hamburger I feel like there's not too many vegans around here. Although we just had Dan Riley on the show. Yeah. But 
yeah, it's it's hard to keep vegan in Charleston. Yeah, I think we like our our food, fish, meats. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, you could be a pescatarian, I guess. It's a vegan, right? That yeah, still eats fish. fish. Yeah, right. yeah. Neat. So, so, married kids. Yep, married daughter. Okay. At and everybody's at, here at the Clemson University. Nice. Really. We're graduating in about six months. Okay, we just lost half our listeners, but that's fine. That's all right. We like we'll, <laughs> your Eclipse event, dude. Well, we not, probably, lost, probably I don't have any more people coming to see the band or something like that. But yeah. you know, that's a um, that's a big competitive scene there. USC versus Clemson, right? Yeah, it is. It's definitely a divided we, state. What happens if we have a guest in here and they just walk in, see all the Clemson stuff, and it's like, nope, take it down, or I'm not doing an episode. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's that bad, especially if you have a musician or a person that's doing brewery True. stuff, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I doubt we're gonna have that kind of fan on the show. Yeah. No, it's it's all good. So she's she's uh keeping busy and then uh she's interning uh over the summer at uh Spay War. Oh yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah, that's that jumped customer. right in. Engineering right in there. Wow. Yeah, so smart smart people work yeah. in those types of jobs so. oh yeah that's uh, war was our customer for uh the um uh, contract job that i did so uh, yeah. for the marine corps and uh yeah the engineer on our team or both of them had a government engineer and then a uh, contractor engineer you yeah know, it had both sides of it and they were smart dudes way smarter than me you know music has a lot of math built into it right so there's math in just about every part of music yeah so when i hate math on this show do you really yeah how come (laughs) i don't know we just always are trying to add stuff up and just so then i was if i play a song or two i'll I'll put a math song in there a math blues song okay you like math yeah you got very jazzed about it yeah well uh, you know it's one of those things i I mean it's a universal language it really is you don't need to you know speak any specific language to understand math right so I never thought about that. That's right. Cool. That's, yeah, that's, it's pretty cool. It's right? pretty wild, actually. I think when they send stuff out into space, they send it like in binary. Yeah, like zeros they, and ones. It's all ones and zeros. So like, you know, the <clears throat> Martians look at it and they go, oh, look, they're saying that uh, eat a Qology. <laughs> Something crazy like that. <laughs> it's one zero zero one zero zero one zero zero one equals Qology. But, uh, barbecue barbecue That's, right mm. it's it's the universal language right yeah <laughs> so you're saying there's a lot of math and in, in in music sure absolutely it makes sense you yeah. have like timings and it's the rhythms you know yeah the timings and then there's the progressions right so you're going through it's chord, all on counts you know chord, you know chord one so the blues is somebody's going to yell at me for saying this but most of the blues music is a one four and a five so that's the first is the one you know, so like if it's an A, it's A. That's the one, number one chord. Then the four chord is D, A, B, C, D. And then the five is E. So it's a one, four, five. It's math. So, you know, a lot of people don't think about it like that. But I guess just be, just the way I learned how to play, my teacher was very, here's the, you know, here's the why behind the, the notes. So it's, you know. Okay. Well, there's a question in itself. So how did you get into music? How did you start playing? Did you just pick it up by ear or did you have it? I guess you just said you had a teacher at one point, but. Yeah. Um, 
so I started playing piano and I found that I just couldn't stick with it enough to really <laughs> progress. Right. It was one of those things. Practice was a, a chore. But when I was 13, my dad, you know, said, hey, would you like to play guitar? You know, it's a cool instrument. So we went to uh, a local guitar shop that he knew some folks at. And I took lessons there for a few years with um, some great guys, uh, Tom and Charlie Lavarco. If that makes it out there, I'll, I'll uh, send a link to them, too. Awesome. But uh, Tom and Charlie were young, young guys starting a, a guitar studio called Focus 2 Guitar Studio. And they had a couple of teachers and, you know, just about everybody that was uh, friends with me back then wanted to play some kind of musical instrument. So you went to Focus 2 and you had a guitar lesson or a bass lesson or you know, something like that. And um, that's how I got started. And, you know, I played since I was 13. So it's a long time. Yeah. You know, God bless you. Thank you. Um, it's, you know, it's one of those things that you just keep learning about. So you, you never get to, you never get to the, uh, the plateau, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, you learn something and you learn something new. You never want to get to a plateau. I either. don't know. Well, you, you know, no, it, really. it might be nice someday to say, wow. You know, I'm accomplished at that. <laughs> True. Well, you, I feel you, like, you know, it's don't you think when you get to the next stage that you accomplish what was beneath you? Yeah. Oh, it's definitely not. It's it's definitely rewarding. It's probably a lot like art. You know, when you do that picture and say, wow, those colors blend great. And the, the you know, the, everything looks really just the way I wanted it to be. OK, but I see then, what you're saying. But then you say. Man, if I would have only thought another second, I might have had a different angle on this, that, or the other, or shaded. So there's all, you know, it's like, uh, I forget, I don't know who, who said it, but sometimes with art, you just keep working on a piece and you'll, you'll keep building it up, especially with digital art now, right? You could oh, yeah. always enhance and change. Kind of like music, you know, you get there and you're like, man, if I could just learn how to do this, then that would sound a little better. Right. So, you, <clears throat> you know, it's... um. I, maybe you get to a plateau and you look out and you say, oh, look, there's the next plateau or okay, the next mountain, the next range or something like that. Yeah. But um, it's just solid ground, you know, it's I, solid it's, ground. Yeah. And that's probably a great way to look at it. So you get to a point where um, and probably a perfect example of these like open jams where they say, all right, why don't you play guitar and you play drums and you play guitar and we go up there and we say, oh, you know, what do you want to do? Ah, let's just do a one, four, five and B. So everybody knows what to do. And, and that's kind of a, you know, you speak in the lingo mm -hmm. type of thing, you know. Right. So like probably art or anything else, you know, you say fishing, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, take out a flounder number <clears throat> nine hook. I don't know what that is, you know. <laughs> yeah. But a guy who fishes knows exactly what to grab out of the box. And, yeah. You know, stick a two ounce sinker on there, and now we're fishing. You know, so you you're you know your stuff. Um, so music's kind of like that. You, you keep learning, and yeah, the guys I mean, who started me out gave me that great foundation. Right. I was, you know, and that's the key, right? I mean, the foundation is, is where it's at. I mean, yeah. You gotta be rooted and yeah, and, yeah, absolutely. So you know, y y you understand the basics, how to make the words. And then from there, you're going to play jazz, rock and roll, blues, you know, gypsy jazz, whatever you're playing. It, it, the, the math behind it is all kind of the same basic foundation. So that's pretty right. cool. Yeah. yeah. That's a good, that was a good I can cool. kind of tie all that into that martial good. arts, too. I mean, yeah, I, I, absolutely. I've been in martial yeah. arts forever. So you got to learn those basics first and then you keep progressing. And 
you know, a lot of people will say you never really master the martial arts. I mean, there's always something to learn. I mean, look right. at the, the UFC where it's come, you know, you got a guy that thinks he knows everything. He goes out there and gets his ass beat. Guess what? He didn't know everything. There was more that he needed to learn or uh, something he needed to learn specifically for that opponent, I guess. But you never are fully master of anything. Right. I don't think. I There's totally always agree. changes, something different. That's yeah. probably a whole, whole show in itself. Probably. The art of, the art of you know, anything. Yeah. You know. Martial arts is like one of the things that, you know, that, that's always been a, a amazing thing to me. You know, the balance and the discipline of practice, right? So there's the common theme, right? Practice is, is probably that's it. the yeah. big part of no matter what it is that you're trying to get better at. Right. It's not going to happen by putting the book under your pillow. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we always talk about you got to do, you know, 10,000 kicks to, to oh, perfect a man. kick. Same thing. You got to do that lick 10,000 times before yeah. it's perfected. But yeah. That's what drives me nuts. When people watch me draw, like, oh, I wish I could do that. What well, do you say? And what do you say? Pick up a pen. Start, start doing drawing. It. <laughs> yeah. Like, just do it then. Like, I've just been doing the same thing for 20. It's the evolution, eight, seven, the evolution yeah. of your art is, you know, you start with the box, the three-dimensional box, and then it just kind of expands. It's pretty wild, man. That's So music's not really difficult. It's just practice. Right. Well, what was that one thing we talked about one time? Speaking of art. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm getting deep. That one artist. What was that thing? I, I, and you said you'd heard it before. I said that uh, one artist was sitting at a cafe just drawing something on a napkin. Oh, and then he Pablo crumpled Picasso. It up. Yeah, Picasso. He crumbles it up and goes to throw it away. And somebody comes over and says, hey, that was, I don't know, you might tell the story better. Yeah, a waitress comes up, supposedly, and is like, don't throw that away. I, w- I want that. Can I, can I buy that? He's like, oh, yes, of course. Give me, I don't know what the number is, but it's like $20,000. $20,000. <laughs> She's like, are you kidding me? I just watched you doodle for like two minutes on a napkin. He's right. Like, uh, no, this took me 38 years. Yeah. Oh. Or however long it was. Right. Probably right. more like 60 for that guy. Yeah, I think it was 60 right. or something. So See, so yeah, I didn't just do this in two minutes. I've been doing this for, forever. Yeah, forever. So obviously so. he put it back in his pocket. Yeah. Because she did not have ten twenty thousand dollars. Wow! But it's, it's so so true. A yeah. lot of people like to immediately forget the years of practice and going back and forth and just all the extra work that goes into the moment where they see you on stage. Yeah, it's it all adds up. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool. Hmm. I don't want to interrupt, but how are we doing on? Uh... Because I know my phone only did an hour and 25 minutes last yeah, night. Yeah, my iPhone may be shut off by now. Um, it's time to take a pee break, everybody. We're yeah, man. Just warm up. That we'll sounds that. great. Make sure all the equipment's doing good. And yeah, that we'll sounds be great. right back. If that's the case, we might want to go ahead and get into some songs or whatever. Unless you got other stuff you want to talk about or promotions. I mean, it's totally up to you. We can sit here all night and talk. I mean, that's, yeah, you that's can the edit whole... it up. That's really cool. Yeah, that's the cool part about it. And I we, wasn't sure. We try not to do too much. I mean, we've got this thing where we kind of like to do one take and, and no filters. And, you know, we don't go back and change stuff yeah, from what be, it was. Right. But, yeah, we'll take out some dead spots or something. Right. But overall, we try to leave everything in that we can. Yeah, it's because nat- it was real natural. It's natural. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, what, natural, it's what we did. Which is very cool. I'm scared to delete that video, but I'm also scared that if I start recording, it'll stop sooner because... 
such a long. I mean, do you just want to put my phone over there? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I've already got the other deleted, so we can just <clears throat> put mine up. Can you get by? Yeah, I got it. Got it. I'm fully. Let's see. Without luck, I just don't trust. Without what? I'm at ninety-two percent, so. I just don't trust our video data saving capabilities. We. The video has been the hardest part. Video is hard. Yeah, man. And it's not so much like like I said, I like to film and edit film and stuff, but that's totally different. That's one camera. Always one camera? Well, usually I like to film one camera because I usually just film by myself. We but just... but you know, they're, they're clips. Yeah. And it's not continuous two hour, two and a half hour filming. So it turns out the phone is one of the better, but GoPro never fails and it always syncs up so well. Right. All right, so we're jumping into some music then? Sure. It's up to whatever. Yeah, I mean, it sounds we got great. More you stuff. Do a song? I mean, we can chit chat a little bit while you're tuning up yeah. or whatever, but. Sure. How many instruments do you have? Or just guitars, I guess. Uh, I have a few. Probably four or five, maybe. Okay. Electric as well? Yeah, I, I like to play, um, like in this type of setting, acoustic is really nice. Yeah. Because you don't need an amplifier or anything like that. Um, but when you play at uh, shows and stuff, you really do need a, a amp and an electric guitar in most cases. So um, right. I have a couple of solid body guitars that lend themselves for venues like homegrown brew house and um you know different guitars guitars are like paintbrushes man i love these art references yeah it's, <laughs> it's been good so guitars artsy are like paintbrushes episode. yeah it's the artsy episode of craft conversation you literally just named the episode the artsy episode wow, there that's, you go. that's a down. big that's a big palette to fill yeah um, <laughs> he's had a couple of those That's zingers awesome yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> hopefully they sound as good on, on the re rerun right? no, if we uh, laugh now we laugh we, later. you're laughing later right? that's usually how it works so far um, <laughs> but it's, it's like a paintbrush so like this guitar has a you know like a very deep brown I like to you know it's like a you know it's mellow you know but, okay. you know, um, like electric guitars might have a brighter sound or a thinner, thin sound, you know, like that, you know. Uh, I just, yeah, I can see that, yeah. And, you know, different different brushes, you know. And then if you add amplifiers into that, that might be like how you mix the colors oh. that are coming out. And that's really, that's kind of like the, the best guitar players are the guys that can get their instrument to sound the way they want it to sound within the song that they're playing. Right. You know, so that's really cool. And that could take that that could just take you could spend a lifetime, you know. Like, so I've had this guitar for a couple of years. I got it from a uh, ye, ye old uh, guitar shop down there. Uh, Mike sold it to me. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I'm still learning about this. It has a pickup system in it. But, you know, it's, I'm learning it and. Would you say that. Prince is, was good at that, as far as painting a picture with this guitar? Prince and, was amazing yeah. at it, you know? I mean, he took his electric guitar and made he, it sing. He could make it do whatever. Right, whatever, you know, within that song, you know? Yeah. So, 
Um, that's that's part of the art, you know. It's like you know, it's any any art. Public speaking is the same thing. Yeah. When do you get excited and, and do all that stuff? But um, so yeah, I'll play. We were talking about math before. Mm-hmm. So this is an old blues song. And, and you know, guys, if there's something like you say, oh man, you know, I want you to do some of your original stuff. That's fine. But I'll, you know, I'm just gonna kind of wing it on. Wait, I, did, I didn't. Re- oh, that's fine. I didn't really have anything special picked out to play. I usually don't do that. I usually like to just kind of feel like... All originals, though? No, this is going to be a cover song. It's like up to you. Like if you said, oh, I want you to play one of your own songs, that's going to be different. We get, yeah, we got to we gotta stick to originals. Oh, do you really? Yeah. Because of copyright stuff. Yeah. One of the things that they said on Spotify in order to get in is that we own all the, the rights to the audio. That's cool. So if... I mean, if you're cool playing a cover, we, I don't own that audio, so I don't want it to come back at us. But I don't know if it counts if, if you're singing on a podcast. I don't. I don't you know, know the legality. So, um, that's a great thing, and I'm not a lawyer, so <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. So I could play some original. Either. I'll play some original stuff without math. <laughs> I mean, but I'd love to hear it later on, maybe. Yeah, after we shut off. Yeah. Or maybe you know. Yeah, that that'll be fun. I could do just it until we figure out yeah. what all the legalities are. But. So, yeah. So the, I yeah. hope that didn't throw a huge wrench in the thing. No, it didn't. I just won't sing the uh, the song with the math, and I'll I'll do an original. <laughs> no math. We still got away with it. No, I'm just kidding. So this song is um, I'll give you the I'll give you the the background on the song, and then I'll play it, which we don't get to do at the open mics. You know, because that's they true because you, you have such a small amount of time. Right? Yeah, they want you to go. Yeah, you know? I, I love hearing the stories behind behind so, the song. Uh, we were at. Home Team Barbecue, John, one of the blues jams. Fun place, right? Rock and blues jam. And my daughter was with me, and we were talking about just songwriting and performing. She's a piano player. And she says, it's impossible to write songs. You know, how do you guys do that? And I said, well, it's about having something to talk about, something to say, and then saying it through music. I said, here, the next thing you hear, I'll write a song about. So there's this guy, they call him British Charlie. And he was standing in front of us and he looked at this girl and he said, you're gorgeous, baby. And so I said, I'm going to write a song and I'll call it You're Gorgeous, Baby. Mm-hmm. So this song came from that. Okay. Awesome. It was cool. pretty cool, right? Cool. Yeah. So I wrote that when we got home at midnight and it was like, you know, the perfect time. And I'll give you the uh, acoustic version. All right. Just one fact. 
wrote that in, in one night yeah and that you, was you went home and wrote that homegrown brew house and I said you know so you frame it out first verse is about this second verse is about that third verse kind of ties it together and then okay and then the band says oh that's pretty cool it's blues yeah and then you know that will be on our first EP okay that's I think I remember of, hearing that at Blackwater did you play that at Blackwater uh, we Sounds did familiar. yeah we, we played covers and a couple originals there. Yeah. yes we did yeah. so that yeah. was yeah. That was fun, you know. It was fun. Yeah, that was a great day, man. It, it was, was a good night. Was like I wish more people would have been out there, but it was a fantastic day. Yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe it was too quick. The, uh... Yeah, it's gaining traction, I think. It. Yeah, last week. Yeah, last week was really good. pretty good turnout. It was. Yeah, hundred people. Fifty to hundred. Yeah, sure. I mean, I thought we had like I thought we had between fifty and a hundred when we we played with that other blues band. I wish I could remember the name of those. Ron Boss Boss. Uh, uh, I think I know it's John Boss. Picard was playing bass that day, and they had a different drummer there. It was kind of cool. I don't know, but that's kind of uh, Boss. I don't know. that's the classic blues style, you know. Um, you can dance to it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's catchy. It is. And um, I like the blues. I love the blues. Yeah. You know, so um, that's what kind of got me um, back into the music was like again the Low Country Blues Club, and the first time I played with them, I played bass guitar. Oh, that's a good one. Well, you know, I mean, that's kind of another instrument back in the day, and. Um, I was like, yeah, I'll play. You know, it's, yeah. I was nervous because I hadn't played in front of people in a long time. But then once you start playing, you know, <laughs> like that's it's all good. Yeah. Do you do a slide at all? Yeah, I, I, I like to play slide guitar. Do you? It's a different tuning. That well, you could play it like on a, on a standard tuning. This is called standard tuning. Oh. You know. What's the uh, difference? Um. So standard. It's it's the the, the notes that each string is tuned to. Okay. So standard tuning on a guitar is E, A, D, G, B, and E. And then if you tune it to like open E tuning, what you're doing is you're changing the, the note of each string. So when you strum it, it sounds like a chord. Instead okay. of when you strum it, it's Yeah. Right? So there's different types of tuning. And what it lets you do is it makes life easier if you're playing slide. 
because you're you're basically playing a chord with one strum instead yeah. of having to think oh, the chord differently. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's um it's an interesting thing and, and for slide guitar it's really pretty nice. Mm. But um I didn't bring a slide with me tonight. No. <laughs> I didn't ask him. I should have. I, you know, you said, bring what you need. And I was like, what should I bring? <laughs> I said, should I bring an amplifier and an electric guitar? I said, no, nah, let's just have fun the first time. This yeah. way I'm not. I like that. Yeah. Have, have fun. Chat. Do, do, do the thing. And then, um, <clears throat> yeah, I think right now we're kind of just set up for acoustic, really. Yeah, no one has brought an amp. And I didn't even think that it would be an option. So. Oh, you could do that easily. Yeah. Well, and you don't I didn't think anyone in. would actually bring it, though. So I guess yeah. that's what more that I'm referring to. But yeah. while we have a pause, because yeah. you're probably going to play a little bit more. Yeah, sure. You want to crack open the last one? We could. That sounds wonderful. Because it's one of my favorites. All right. Well, let's do it. Uh, one bottle or both? Four ounces a piece or eight ounces a piece? Well, you know we have to edit after this, so... All right, so the other one's going to get finished at some point. So you can do four ounces a piece and then have one for editing. Purposes. No, that's not our only beer, Paul. Oh, okay. no, we got one. Don't worry about that. You, you guys, you guys are pretty set up, huh? <laughs> this is not our first rodeo. All right, well, we'll do it. There's no fancy label or anything on this, so we're just going to pop it. So I brewed this beer. It's a, it's a Russian Imperial Stout. You, oh, you brewed this? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Sorry, right? I didn't have the microphone, right? That's an art. <clears throat> so. And it's delicious. Yeah, so I called it the Zinconet Stout. Is that how you say it? Zinconet? I don't know. Because it's brewed in the Zen Garden, and it's a coconut imperial stout. Oh, Zen. Yeah, Zen Garden. Zenconut. Zenconut, yeah. Zenconut, I like that. Zenconut. So it was supposed to be a. a I thought penis. it was a Russian word that you were. I was like, no, Man, that's cool. He speaks. So Russian. it was supposed to be a <laughs> uh, supposed to be a peanut butter Russian imperial stout. I've told this story before, but the kit that I got didn't come with the peanut butter that I needed. It said the peanut butter powder was optional that you had to go buy it from X Y Z. So oh. um, I looked around the house and I found some unsweetened coconut up in the cabinet, and I said, Well, I'm just going to throw three cups of coconut in a cast iron skillet and just toast it up. And put toasted coconut into the beer, into the fermentation, and let the coconut flavors come out. So now it's become a coconut Russian Imperial style. I have to ask the question. Sure. How do you get the little pieces out after you put it in there? Well, do you filter it <laughs> yeah, or something it's, like it's, that? It sits in a fermenter. It all collects at the bottom, called trudge. So all the oh. yeast and, and all the extra bits and pieces fall down to the, the bottom. The trudge falls to the bottom. Right. It's like grappa on wine. Same thing or like, like with that. that first beer we had is dry hops. So they put hops in the ferment fermenter after, um, after the boil, and all that just kind of settles down to the bottom, and you just filter off the, the stuff from the top. And you take the top. Yeah. So, so no, there's no uh, there's no coconut in here. This could be a PBS show. We're gonna use I know same, there's a lot of learning. A lot too. of learning going on. We're here. gonna use the same. Yeah, box. that's fine. That's all right. So this is going to have a little coconut flavor to it, maybe? Yep. Coconut. It's going to be a little it's sweet. A little it's kind sweet. of like a dessert beer. It's got coconut nibs in there. I'm about to show nice. you out a little bit here, Caleb. But. That's all right, because we're opening the other There one. you go. We've had plenty. Um, what else did it have in it? Cocoa nibs, the toasted coconut, and some cacao powder. So it's chocolatey, coconut. Man, my brain starts thinking, like, maybe you could make a healthy beer like with protein in it or something oh this is healthy and it could be a protein well it is but i mean like you could drink it from before you work after your workout <clears throat> yeah <laughs> i always drink beer after my workout me too yeah. so, <laughs> or after the music. lunch 
Yeah, yeah thank you. Use man, I appreciate you guys. Mm. That one's a little boozier, it seems like, than... It does. Yeah. It's good. It's I, good. Think it, I think it's aging all right. It's a good chocolate milkshake. And I feel like I get a different flavor every time I open one, which is what happens. It matures in the bottle a little bit. Mm, nice. And um, that's why people age, you know, stouts. They'll keep them for year, two years, five years. I didn't and know they, that. Yeah. Like a lot of people, barrel stouts, I thought they aged for like six months. No, they do before they bottle it, but you can buy those bottles and a lot of people will save them from year to year and they'll do a tasting, what they call a vertical tasting, where they will taste, you know, 2012, 2013, 14, 15, 16, all back to back to see how the flavors have changed uh, in different barrels and, and just time. So they could stay that long? Yeah, for an imperial stout like this, you wouldn't want to do it with like an IPA or something because all your bitterness and those flavors are going to fall off. But a right. stout holds everything pretty nicely. So. That's good. That's a great, great brew. Thank you. I appreciate it. You can also age uh, sours that way, right? Yeah. Like a sours that aged brown age. is a oud brune. Yeah. Those are some of the best Sour. sours. Yeah. Yeah. Like the one we got in the fridge that we're going to have eventually with uh, Gordon Peters, if we ever get him on the show, it's 2012. Maybe wow. so. Sunday. Oh, well. <laughs> Not by yeah. the time this, this episode airs. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, good. So, what are you guys thinking? I don't know. What I else? Mean, we want to get one, you know, what we call the carpet wall session. Carpet, so that's if fine. you save, a, save one for that. Yeah, I'll save one for if that. If you got a couple I like more the deal one with the, more. Yeah, I like the deal with the originals. That's really cool. That's really cool. I think there's a thing where it's 30 seconds. You're allowed to have 30 seconds of a... Really? Yeah. You look look that up. I mean, that's like a legal, legal thing. I should look it like, up. Like, you know, for snippets, like when we do cover music and you put it and you want to post it on a website because the venue is paying for the uh, rights on that song to the BMI or whoever it is. Right. The powers to be. Um, but for your website, I could take a 30-second clip hmm. and I could stick it on... Our, our website and that's perfectly okay that's pretty cool I didn't know that something like but check it out with Spotify though I, know. I don't know either they're really looking so, so before we talked about um, hmm, we talked about the uh, Harris Teeter song next in line right right so this will be a first this will be an acoustic version of uh, next in line okay Never been there. Yes. Um, it's another blues, but it's more it's more of about it's more about um just life in general, you know. Always kinda next in line when you're a kid. You're an old man, you're always next in line. So there we go, next in line. Will you wake up, you're a young man. You feel real strong, you go to work, you make a living, you know nothing's wrong. You try moving up, but the man says it's too soon. You know you're the next in line to move, or you're the next in line, the next in line again. Or you're the next in line, the next in line again. 
You're the next in line, the next in line again. The next in line, the next in line again. You try to find a wife, 21 websites to go. You finally find that good one, you know she'll do. She says, boy, you gotta wait your turn. You know you're the next in line to move. Well, you're the next in line, the next in line again. Well, you're the next in line. The next in line again Well, you're the next in line The next in line again Well, you're the next in line The next in line again Passed you by. Just standing in line at a grocery store, coming up with great yeah. music. No one likes standing in line. Nobody does. Yeah, but everybody likes being next. That's true. For sure. If you're next, next in is line, almost you better than you kind of like you there. Yeah. <laughs> next is almost better than being at the register. You're yeah. next. Sometimes. The anticipation. Yeah. Of actually. Hey, I'm next. Out. Yeah. Unless you're always just keep hearing next you never quite make it there next <laughs> yeah there's like uh the old scene from uh, i think it was hair remember the yeah. movie hair yeah, yeah. where they're in they're going into the military and they're doing the uh the physicals next yeah. and they do that song white boys yeah what you gotta never, watch you gotta that. watch that movie that was the, 60s the music, right um but yeah there was a remake in the 70s yeah, yeah. and um, the music was fantastic. All right. Um, I have two movies now. I yeah. Watch. Hair. And Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles is a great one. Music isn't too good in it, but you know. <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't for the music for sure. But um, it was so the, like the one-liners, the jokes. The, yeah, the one. <laughs> yeah. Am I allowed to say that the best one-liner in that one? Sure. Yeah, go for it. Where they're in the they're in the uh, they're at the uh, town, and they're all hanging out. And the dude's up there on the thing and he goes, excuse me while I whip this out. Yeah. <laughs> and the girl goes, ah! 
<laughs> she passes out. Yeah. <laughs> Can't remember that dude's name. That might make that might not make the edits. <laughs> oh no, this is not a PG uh, show at all. Oh, it's making the yeah, edits. We've, <laughs> we've put on all our programming that it's explicit content. So I don't know if that's explicit, but it's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> you can get the picture. Right. It's destroying you into. It's great. Yeah. Mel, Mel Brooks, right? Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. Yeah. Genius. All right. Yeah, you can just watch his movies like for a whole week and laugh yeah. harder at each one. Yeah. What was the other one? Meaning of Life. Was that it? Yep. The Meaning, Meaning of Life, life? is one. Mm-hmm. Spaceballs. Oh, yeah. Spaceballs. Oh, Spaceballs. He's got some great movies. I'll take Mel. Didn't he do the producers? Yeah, I think the producers. He did as well. do the producers. Yeah. Yep. And I think he's in all his movies, right? Wow, that's pretty I think neat. So. Yeah, he stole that from, I think, Alfred Hitchcock, though. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he was in his movies. Yeah, but you know the the um just on on the songs in general, it's it's um. You know, you think about different genres, right, of music, and the blues is generally thought to be like sad stuff, but that's not always the case. Sometimes it's you know it's got a groove, and it could be about something other than I lost my old lady down at the store. Right, and that's what I grew up. That's kind of thinking so the people blues think was, about yeah. that, you know. So, like, you know, um, guys like Joe Bonamassa and, you know, um, I think Clayton had mentioned that name last night, too. Yeah, great, great, uh, as one of his guitar, great blues guitar player, great blues guitar player, but not all his stuff is, is sad, you know, it's it's got different vibes. So, like that song, Next in Line, it's really not sad per se, other than maybe the last verse where it's about getting old and friends passing away and stuff but the middle you know the, the early parts about the misconception of youth mm. you know trying to get their way through life and you know you got to wait your turn sometimes and then the middle parts about trying to find a relationship and oh, you know like it. yeah so you know it's um it could be looked at as a sad song in some respects but it's not supposed to be it's supposed yeah. to be kind of a groovy life's cool yeah you know, don't worry about the stuff that that keeps you waiting just chill out and Enjoy the I got ride. that vibe. Yeah, it's supposed to be kind of like an upbeat with a blues kind of tag to it. Um, yeah, I can see that for sure. Yeah. I know we talked about movies just a tad bit, but I just want to ask you, have you ever seen the movie Crossroads? Yeah. Um, with Ralph Macchio? Ralph Macchio, yeah, the, the Karate Kid. Yeah. Which is one of my favorite. Um, one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, th- that was a great movie, blues movie. I thought a lot of good guitar in that. Great guitar. And um, remember he Steve does Vai, the, I think, was in it, right? You got it, man. Yeah. Steve Vai was the guitarist. And I don't think Ralph Macchio played the guitar. I don't think so either. I think he had a double, a, a stunt double. <laughs> yeah. Because they never showed him in Might full have been Scott body. Scott Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> just close up yeah, on the hands. It was always just the hands. Yeah. But um, it's a good yeah, Steve Vai yeah, played just, not. So just sell his, sell his soul to the devil to, to play blues oh, on, the, cool. on the crossroads. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of like. Uh, I think that whole theme came from the Robert Johnson. I think so. I think that's who they referenced. Yeah. Yeah. So Robert Johnson, you know, the quintessential blues guitar player, um, he wrote the song Crossroads, you know. Um, You know, it's like a, you know. Straight blues. I'm not going to play it because I don't want to get in any trouble. <laughs> yeah, we haven't figured but, um, it out yet. I'm trying. But I'm, the, the, what a the, tease. The, yeah, yeah, the facts are, are are really like, I went down to the crossroads, you know, tried to catch a ride. It's a sad song. Nobody, you know, everybody uh, passed me by. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and then the first song, the first verses, you know, I went down to the crossroads, fell down on my knees, hmm. you know, Lord above, have mercy, save all, save poor Bobby, if you please. Mm -hmm. That's kind of a sad thing, you know, he's kind of like pleading with God to get him out of this bad situation. Yeah. Um, we don't know what happened, but um, the myth goes that he wasn't a very good guitar player when he started. And they kind of kicked him out of the juke joints, right? So they were juke joints. Uh, juke, I know the term, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so juke joints, right? So that, that used to be a big thing, right, back <clears throat> in the early part of the century there. And uh, like Robert Johnson, you know, these guys all palled around and they taught each other licks and stuff like that. But he wasn't really getting very good, and they would kind of send him to the side, kind of like uh, <laughs> maybe it's some of the open mic nights, you know, people get preference over others. Um, maybe oh, not. Oh, for sure. You I've know? seen it. Um, but anyway, he disappeared for like six months. And uh, the myth has it that he made a deal. He sold his soul to the devil at the crossroads. <laughs> yep. And he came back and he was able to now play these like, you know, like. sound like a whole band mm. by himself yeah they're like how did he learn that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so there's a hellhound on his trail you know magic yeah they said it was kind of like magic so um it's really cool like the blues has this really rooted american history and you know you can't say that about all you know all other types of music you know blues is, is about as american maybe as country you know, right. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? I don't know. Some some music <clears throat> scholar out there saying, "Well, dang it, blues came first and somebody's saying, "No, country came first. I, I don't know. You know. Probably yeah. happened simultaneously. Two different. Some stuff. Yeah. Some spots. stuff probably did because you know, if you look at what was going on back then, right? It was post um, post Civil War, mm. right? And you had all these people that all of a sudden had freedom, you know, and they couldn't make money where they were living in the south per se so some went north couldn't make much money up there but there was still this like musical vibe this tribal vibe some went you know uh central like texas and you know the uh you know mississippi delta and all mm -hmm. that some went out west but like they all had that pre-civil war commonality Right. Somebody else is not going to be happy with me for saying that, but it was it was a it was a, a cultural thing, the blues, and it came out of like working, you know, you know, it was like boom, shh, boom, shh, and it was rhythmic, so they were pounding on the whatever they were pounding on all day, and the blues kind of evolved out of that, <clears throat> is the way I've taken it, and then when it spread out to the different parts of the country, it picked up that part of the country's vibe oh, i like it yeah dude. and so that's kind of the Good you know if you look at if you look at it it's much deeper than that but from like just a you know 
conversational level. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, it's really about that um, migration away from the deep south and taking some of that culture along. And then the blues, you know, you have like the West Coast blues and the, you know, which is like, I always look at West Coast blues as being a little more on the upbeat, happy side. Mm-hmm. Like L.A., we love it, right? That's yeah. what like, I expected. Right. That, yeah. Right. And then Chicago blues has that like city feel that, you know, that, you know, that, da, 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 <laughs> right. And then, you know, you got this, the historical Delta blues, which is very picky and free, free, uh, open sounding. They don't adhere to maybe all the rules. It's more uh, like talking about history things, you know, like what was going on in your day or in your life or in your gotcha. relationship. So it's, I, I don't know, it's, it's really cool, the blues, you know, um, it is. just from that kind of perspective. It makes me want to take a class or something on right? it. Well, if, you know, if you have, um, uh, it's probably the best place to, to get stuff and content now is like on Amazon. Amazon's just got a ton of good documentaries and stuff. Yeah. Got to pay Amazon. for it, which sucks, but you know. Yeah. Right. Um, well, you get what you pay for. You get what you pay for. But anyway, you know, that's kind of why, that's what kind of pulled me into it. You know, I started listening to all this stuff and I'm saying, wow, you know, that's really telling a story about what was going on during that period. And if you if you listen, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want to put you guys to sleep. But, <laughs> no, that's what we're here for, not to um, sleep. Well, no, this you know, is interesting um, to me. It's like, uh, <laughs> and the, the song that we'll do in the carpet is kind of a funny thing because I reference an airplane in the song, right? Mm-hmm. So when you listen to old blues, they talk about trains and stuff like that, right? Everybody, because that was the the best mode of transportation, you know, you. Mm-hmm. Um, ride the blinds right they talk about riding the blinds and that's like when, when i learned about what that really was i was like man that must have been crazy riding the blinds is you, d- you don't want the conductors to catch you so you were on the train underneath like where the wheels are going around hmm. and it was called riding the blind or riding the rails you know yeah riding the rails was riding the blinds was in between the two cars i think i probably yeah. had that backwards riding the rails was underneath you probably got a lot of people you know run over and stuff but, right well, i'm sure so then that is so period you know riding the rails riding the blinds yeah and uh so it's blues you know i like it yeah it's well, cool stuff man we were just talking about that one song by aerosmith last night uh walking the dog no oh. train's gonna keep on rolling train or kept rolling yeah yeah all night long yeah, yeah probably a similar thing right sure yeah what yeah, was that bluesy. song about I don't know, on train. a train i met a dame yeah that might be it. She was I to, I she was handsome. That was that's Steven Tyler, man. He's a crazy <laughs> dude. That was that's some a good great times. song, man. Yeah. Now did they write that song? I don't think so. Oh, I don't know. Train kept a rolling. I think that's an old blues song. You might be right. You're right, Brian. Sometimes I am. I don't know. I think you're right on with that one. We got. We, <laughs> we need that. We need that fact checking person. I know yeah. the intern. Y'all talked about that already. The intern. All right. So the GoPro is dying. All right, battery's dead. Which means we need to wrap it up in the carpet. Okay. We need to wrap it up. You want to wrap it up? Yes, but I think that's the recording. So what was your question? Oh, that's I didn't want to cut, yeah, that's didn't want to no. cut you off. I, no, you were good, man. Okay. What were we, we talking, were talking about? about train we were talking about, yeah. We'll, we'll have to get a fact checker. Oh, yeah. Like answer, Robin. Yeah. We'll have to, you guys will have to find your Robin. See, it's funny that you were talking about trains because I'm going down on a train for my first time tomorrow. That's how I'm getting to North Carolina. Amtrak. Yeah. It's cool. I've never done it before. I have no idea what to expect. Hmm. There's no TSA checkpoint. 
<laughs> oh, that's awesome. You, yeah. you bring whatever you want, man. <laughs> Just show up with all your cameras and gear, right? Yeah. Well, definitely be taking the mic and my camera. So Definitely, man. Yeah. yeah. All right. This was great, man. We got to awesome. wrap it up. Yeah. We yeah, got to yeah. wrap it up in the carpet. That's what we call it. Wrap it up on the carpet. Can I stand up and play? You can stand yeah, up. We usually put this chair there, but if you want to stand, that's perfectly okay. fine too. Yeah. I'll stand. I'll stand. Yeah. We'll do that. That'll be a first. Will that work? So what's the song called? Okay. So the uh, the carpet. The carpet. The carpet song tonight. All right. Uh, so we got. Uh, no, it's not uh, the song title. Yeah. It's called Twenty Five Years. Twenty Five Years. Right. And you want a quick background on it? Sure. Yeah. So, so sure. the quick background on it is, this is actually. It sounds like it's about a coal mine, but it's not. It's actually about relationships. Okay. So it's called Twenty Five Years. All right.
Yeah, I like it. Paul Stone from the Paul Stone Project. 25 years right there. Oh. Another one you wrote? Yes, sir. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, man. He said all originals. Well, I mean, yeah, we didn't want it. We didn't want to get any. Uh, no, but I mean, somebody else in the band could have written. Oh, written I got it. you. Yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah. that's true. So, um, yeah, that's uh, words and music by me performed by the project. Okay. Awesome. That's the way the guys roll. <laughs> I like that one a lot too. That was too. really fun. Those three know, awesome right? songs. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, yeah, it's all it's all evolving. You know, so it's kind of fun. Yeah. And. Uh, Hanging out with you guys tonight was awesome, man. It was man, so much fun. Appreciate you coming. Yeah, man. We booked it pretty quickly, and I think it was fantastic. I agree. It worked really well. Yeah. All right. I well, think, uh, to you and to everyone else, we'll talk to you soon. Point. Yeah. Craft conversation. Yeah. Craft conversations. CQ Works, who created the logo for Craft Conversations, and they specialize in illustrative designs and paintings. Go to CalebQuire.com to pick up any good stickers, prints, or commission yourself something for your own. We're also brought to you by the Keto Dojo, a group on Facebook where you can go to get recipes, inspiration, or simply good old camaraderie for the ketogenic diet or lifestyle, whichever you really want to deem it because it can go both ways. Right?